you gonna die doing this dumb ass yeah. fucking fool. Open your mouth so I can give you this milk. Open your fucking mouth, man. I gotta do you like my two-year-old baby. The truth of the matter is, you were not a good baby. Well, you ain't seen nothing, my friend, until you have a flame coming out of your butthole and you need an asbestos diaper to be able to keep that flame from burning a hole in your pants. You ain't seen nothing yet. And I don't know nothing about it, but I learned quick, fast, and hurt. Uh, nobody's ever accused me of pulling any weapon on them. What? I, I turned them into a Mexican tonight. I got some mighty dog food, some kind of shit. You told me to leave while I'm in my order while you're making out with that slut. Being in the industry with how much <laughs> you take on your face. Most of my sex took place on camera. And you know, this is her. This is the after six years old. You know, I Hey, hold the presses. We just got some breaking news. There will be a civil war in the United States of America. Now the set by Hildenberger, the pitch. Kipnis with a drive. Deep right field. Down the line. Gone. And Jason Kipnis hits his first home run since coming off the DL. And oh, did he put a charge into that baby. Dude, Tom Hamilton is Viagra for the rest of your body, dude. Like, every time I hear that guy make a call, I just get pumped up. Welcome to the Sansbury Show. If you missed anything yesterday, podcast at WRQK.com. Our uh, good buddy Ricky Smith from Rake was on with us yesterday in the 9 o'clock hour. That was an interesting listen. Check that out at WRQK.com. Joined every morning by the able-bodied Matthew Fantone. Buddy, Yeah, I, um, I believe that I do not currently receive enough credit okay <laughs> all right for for the monumental shift in personality that i have done in the last three years where dude i uh i have my anger under control in a manner right now that honestly i feel like i should be fanned and i should be fed grapes you're really bo- no i am a i dude i am a tight ball of rage that needs to be unwound and i have not lost my ish over it Yet. Okay. Um, I had one of the most frustrating afternoons of my life yesterday. I'm and surprised. I never lost my cool. I, I I feel like you have not given me that this morning. Usually I can tell when Stansberry's upset. I feel like we probably have a pretty decent read on both of each yeah, other. Yeah, I know I'm who like, you are every morning. Like, all right, all right like, dude, he's just happening? not into it right now. What's right. happening right now? Um, but uh, I have not gotten the, the crock pot of rage coming out of you yet. Furious. So what, what, what has happened? Blinding. Okay, what happened? What what's the story? I cannot see straight. Like I'm so pissed. So I've been dealing with this phone issue and I've been yeah, putting it off, off and off, right? So now it, it, so it's a bridge too far now. It won't charge, won't turn on nothing. You gotta have a phone though. So right. So I leave here yesterday and I was like, okay, what I will do is I'll just you know, I left early and I was like, I just go get a phone, right? So I go to a retail outlet. That shall remain nameless. Yeah, for as long as you because can it, until it comes out. <laughs> because, well, no. Here's the thing: because it's not their fault; it's the actual corporate phone company's fault. Okay. So I don't want I don't want them to get caught in the crosshairs of like my anger. Because honestly, they were great. So I go and I'm like, yeah, dude, I want the new iPhone eight. 
He's like, well, we have a 64 gig. It's black, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, here's my debit card. Box it up. Let's go. Did you go? You went in there knowing that's what you wanted. You yep. didn't. There was no. Okay. I didn't even look around. Okay. I was like, you know what? I've thought about the Note 8. Nah, 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 nah. Dude, just give me the iPhone. I want the iPhone. I know I want the iPhone. Give me the iPhone. I'm glad you had that decision in your head because, like I've said a million times in this conversation of you getting a new phone, if you got anything other than the, the new iPhone. The moment it doesn't work, I'm going to hate it. Not even doesn't work. The moment it doesn't do exactly Shut what up. you would imagine it to. <laughs> Do or how you think it's supposed to work, but yes, dude, I'm glad you decided on the iPhone 8. So you're you're there. They've got one. It seems like this is going to be a winning situation, right? For sure, it does. <laughs> so I so the guy says, well, there's an issue, and it won't let me continue with your upgrade. So we call the phone company <laughs> National. <laughs> Screw it. It's Verizon Wireless. I'll okay. tell you. Right. So we call right. Verizon Wireless, right. right? And there's an issue. So I say, you know what? There's. I'll go to the official like Verizon store down on Dressler. Yep. So I just went down there. It's pretty close. So here's what happened. Okay. Two years ago when I got this phone, September of 2015. Okay. Okay. When I got this phone, I was moving over carriers. And yeah. they said, well, you once had an account with us before, and there's an outstanding bill on it, and we won't start you a new account until you pay it. Two years ago, and I got this phone. So I said, okay, well, I'll pay way more money than I should. Here's my card. They they took care of the bill, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I understand why they can't. If you have bad credit with the company. They're not going to do it. Right. I understand why they can't so give you That's stuff. interesting, okay. right? They right. would never do that unless they got paid, right? That's what I would assume. They would never do that unless they got paid. Did you hear me driving home my point? So... I then so now I go to the Verizon store and they're like, man, there's some they're they're saying you owe this money. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I was just at another retailer and they were telling me this too. And he was like, well, yeah, you owe this money. And I said, well, that's interesting. I said, because I have a new account with you with the same social security number, a new phone number, and you won't upgrade my phone. He's like, no, we can't do that. I was like, but you could give me the new account. And he's like, well, no, he's like, you shouldn't. He's like, they should have never. And I was like, but I, but I did have it. And he's like, yeah. So we call then again Verizon Wireless National, and they find out that the that the, apparently the money had been sent to a third party like collection agency, and then sent back to Verizon. And so the woman, I'm now on the phone with the national person, and she's like, yeah, she's like, we're not gonna, we cannot give you an account until this is paid. I said, well, that's interesting because I have a new account. So how did I do it once upon a time? As like she's like, well, you need proof that you paid this. I was like, well, isn't me having the second account proof that I paid you? You would have never given me this account. And so then I said, she's like, well, you need to put me on the phone with the person who sold you the phone two years ago. See, he doesn't work here anymore. So then she tells me, she had the balls to tell me, well, that's why he doesn't work there anymore. And I said, isn't this phone call recorded for my protection? I was like, I want your supervisor to know you just bold-faced lied to me. You have no idea why that kid doesn't work here anymore. You were throwing around wild accusations trying to run me in loops so I'll get angry and hang up the phone. I'm not doing it. It's not happening. And so she was like, and so I said to the guy, I was like, well, dude, apparently you can override this machine because the kid two years ago did it. That's what she's telling me. I was like, so if you're willing to do that, I'll give you 200 bucks if you do this. I was like, I'd rather pay you than pay this company that I know I don't owe this money to. I was like, I'll give it to you. And he's like, we can't do that. I was like, exactly. So how did, I was like, so, so explain to me then how well, we can't upgrade your phone, but I can pay you every month for the account that I'm not supposed to have. I could pay you the first time. And she's like, well, if you pay this amount, we'll, we'll totally be, let you upgrade your phone. And I said, why would I give you this money again? I've already, it's like giving my kid an allowance. If I gave my kid an allowance on Friday morning and Friday night, by Friday night, he lost it. I don't give him more allowance. You need to learn. 
So when you initially sent this money in, uh, the money that was owed on a past due account, yes. um, they said it went to a third party and then came back to Verizon. At one, no, no, no. Right? At no. One, I paid it at the actual Verizon store, which has moved across the street now, and they think, well, maybe in the transition there, something happened, which again, everybody admits that it's probably on their end, but for some reason, I still have to pay it. Well, at this point, though, you're going to be able to show that, like, I mean, like, you paid it. So, like, you have a bill for it, like, right? Uh, you know, like, uh, there's if no, you know it's September of 2015, there's can't you no just record go back? of it. You can't go back into your they debit. Looked. You can't, you can't, but I'm saying I your changed financial account? institutions. Ah. That's when I was still had my Cleveland bank, and then ah. I was in the mover over because I started doing things here. They were like, yeah, we need all that. I was like, who keeps the receipt from their cell phone two years ago? I mean, I know this is, this is turning into a lot of runaround, but I bet you if you got a hold of that financial institution, they would be legal. Obligated to give you that information. Well, I they, bet you. they say, well, we see a payment here for some of it, but not all of it. So, but now they're like, well, but we still, but now we want all of it. And I was like, well, what about the part that you see that I paid for? They're like, well, no, that can't count. It, it, it's, it says the outstanding. I mean, dude, they're just trying to shake me down for this money. And here's why I'm mad. Because I'm honestly, I'm going to roll over like a bitch and give them their goddamn money to get my phone today. I don't have a phone right now. And I'm going to roll over and a huge bitch. Dude, I already get taken advantage of and screwed over by a major corporation. I'm getting That's happening right now as I'm doing this. And now I'm going to have to pay this. Dude, I will pay whatever I owe, but not a cent that I don't. Why not? Why? Why not go to another company? If if are you at the yeah, free agency point? Well, I mean, at this I point, like dude, the company. I, mean, I like to do their service works everywhere I go. Dude, things are good. Like right, but I and mean, I even said to her on the phone. I said, "Lady, I said you understand that you're the cell phone company that got busted, legally busted, and had to pay money back for double charging your customers. Why would I believe you? I'm gonna trust you more than me. How did I get the second phone? She's like, "Well, yeah, that's why the kid doesn't work there. No, it isn't. You have. I said you were throwing around wild." Accuse that you have no idea that's true. Oh, well, I'm sure that kid did break the rules. It sounds to me like that kid did something. Well, the manager there told me yesterday, he's like, they can't do that. You think he's like, you think we let these these idiots override corporate? He's like, they don't even have he's like they need me to even get into the computer. I was gonna say maybe it was a situation does this kid have more authority, or did he know how to do stuff that other people didn't necessarily maybe know? It's how computers, to do? so maybe, right. but I mean, like I, I just somewhere along the line, yes, they messed up, bro. I'm not trying to talk you off of that ledge. I just don't know. It's like, like I said, like I'm furious right now. Dude. I honestly, and I, I wanted to, like, I, I couldn't post it yesterday. I don't have access to the outside world. And I was going to say, like, I, I want to ask people for help. But then you know what I'm going to get? I'm going to get the kid who works at the kiosk in the mall. Like, and it's like, dude, you can't help me. If you work for Verizon and you have a position of power, I swear to God, you'll go see anything you effing want. I cannot stand paying money I don't owe. Easiest thing might be to walk away from this, honestly. And I, know I even like- said to her on the phone, I said, you realize, I was, like, I was like, I don't get this. I was like, you were willing to collect my money for two years on, on a bill. For two, yeah, yeah, because two years. they're willing to take money. I said, I mean- but so... Why am I allowed to pay you money for an account I'm not allowed to upgrade? How is that not like, dude, right? Like, you're so lucky I'm not like dedicated and the Better Business Bureau would like listen to me. I, dude, I'm so honestly, I'm so effing tired. I've been holding this in. <laughs> I never lost my cool, not one time. Then I went and played golf all day yesterday with somebody else, so I couldn't like get mad at bad shots. All I wanted to do is scream and yell and be told everything's gonna be okay. Oh, it's not gonna be okay. I don't know. What no, I'm gonna think that it honestly, is. I'm gonna be out $400 this afternoon because I'm gonna roll over like a bitch and give this multi billion dollar company their money when I don't owe it to them. It's making, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs>
Oh, my God. All right, well, I got good news for you people. What is that? The NFL is going to stand up, apparently, yeah, some of them online, now. Who knows? Good. But no, seriously, we do have Brett Michaels tickets for you. Those will happen at 7.30. We have Factory of Terror tickets for you. Those will happen at 8.30. We also have Hall of Fame City Comic Con tickets. That will happen at 9.30. And Munch on Sports will join us at 7 o'clock. And there was a move that the Cavs almost made that I think we might like better than the one we got now. We'll find out next on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Patrick Nelson from the Hall of Fame City Comic Con will be joining us at 9 o'clock. We'll pass out a pair of tickets shortly after that. And uh, coming up here at around 6.45, Fantone's actually going to sit down with Al Snow. I have no idea who that is, so I'm not taking part. I'm, I do, honestly, after, no, seriously, I swear to God, after my battle with Verizon all day yesterday and them telling me I owe money I don't, and, and I, said to him, I said to him yesterday, I said, well, start me another account. They're like, we can't start you an account until you pay the past due amount. Exactly! Then how did I get the second account? You deserve credit, so, honestly, dude. You really do, dude. I am freaking out. Like I'm starting, so I'm opening up my Facebook and I'm starting to see like phone calls I missed because people are starting to hit me up there, right? And phone calls I missed last night, right. and my penis is angry. Oh no, dude. Angry. <laughs> oh no. Uh, you do. You deserve credit for this. Um, it, uh, dude. It, I held it together. Dude, I played golf with a client yesterday after this and held it together. Frustrating situation that you're in, and I, you know, three years and ago, I played you, poorly. Three years ago, you would have lost your mind. You would have. And the fact I've been that doing you a lot of work on myself, dude. I've been doing a lot of work. Do you have any idea how much money this would have cost me at a therapist <laughs> to be able to get to this level? A lot. A lot. And I've had to do it on the Rock 106.9 budget. And dude, I I, so, say, dude I'm telling you, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they're saving us money by uh, having us uh, letting us have this show here, dude. Is you that have, right? You don't have to go see a therapist. It's got to be worth something right there. Uh, El Snow is coming up. Uh, Dalton tomorrow night. Wayne County WrestleFest with Ohio Championship Wrestling. Very excited to talk to him, though. Man, thank God, I, thank, thank God, I was blacked out, angry, and couldn't hear a word you just said. I'm sure I would have not enjoyed a single bit of it. Oh my God! So Carmelo Anthony's running off at the mouth, saying now that there was a deal in place to bring both he and Paul George here, and it was like nullified on draft night. Yeah, I um, I, I read that yesterday too, and I mean, I believe it in the sense of like it probably was in place, and I don't know what percentage was done because it's like, well, how close was that deal to actually happening? I don't know. Um, but from what I do know is, you know, the 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 Cavaliers have gotten better. I would have thought that Paul George and Carmelo Anthony certainly would have been great additions to the team, but I'm not going to lose sleep over what could have, would have, should have been. All right, so I want to leave enough room here for Al Snow. I can't believe I'm going to say that. So let's skip, to, <laughs> let's, let, let's skip to the end of the page. Are we better now, or would we have been better with that move? Um, I think if you added Paul George to this team, that would have added something special, it, better than what has been added thus far. It's not a question of Carmelo Anthony. is like that being the big piece that I'm missing out on there. It's more Paul George. So, y- yes, you probably would have been better in that situation. But like I said, I can't lose sleep over that. You're a bigger Cavs fan than I am, without a doubt. So I, I'll yield to you here for this. But I heard multiple people tell me yesterday that the best off season acquisition we have made is Jay Crowder. Um, I mean, I guess when you really start breaking things down, because people seem to think like you do, like we're walking out of the East. So now it's all about bodying up Durant for the finals. Yeah. And I mean, he definitely adds diversity to the team. I mean, that's one of the good things about the Cavaliers. And if you have LeBron, Jay Crowder, Tristan Thompson out there, um, J.R. Smith, when I saw the photo yesterday, I got to admit, I was like, I know I was a little down on it in the nine o'clock hour yesterday, but when I got, we were done, I was like at my desk and I was like looking at the photo of it. I was like, 
God, man, like we're deep, like even with injuries and having to rest guys and like this kind of stuff, like, man, like we can do it. It's diverse. And I mean, hopefully with the Brooklyn pick, I'm still saying hopefully they translate that into something that turns. You think that pick gets moved, right? I hope it does. I hope it gets moved into somebody that can make an impact out on the court today. I don't think LeBron wants a rookie. Um, No, I don't think he wants a rookie. And I don't think that that helps in any sense. Like even if you added, even if you added the number one pick, even if it was like, hey, it's the number one pick, you still have two plus years of development on that guy. And yes, it's great to have potential under LeBron, but at the same time, no, you want to turn that into something. But no, the Cavaliers are diverse is what they are more than anything at this point. You can send teams out there, like I said, a defensive squad that could go out there and rotate on every dude. I mean, Tristan can guard two through five. Um, Crowder can guard one through five. LeBron can guard one through five. Smith has turned into a good defender. And like you have all those, you know, and it's crazy to say, but it's true. And you have diversity. You have guys that can go out there and bust threes. You have guys that can go out there and create for themselves. You have guys that can go out there and play the roles that they're supposed to play to make the Cavaliers better. So is Jay Crowder the best addition against the Warriors? Possibly, but at the same time, I think all those guys add something that make it easier to uh to look forward to the NBA finals again. I'm not I've never really been a huge Carmelo Anthony fan. Like I, uh, you know what I mean? He's he's a little bit all about me, I think a little bit. Um he may be getting to the point of his career now where he'd play a little bit less selfish to try to win a title. Um, I think it's really funny that, you know, LeBron and all those guys, you know, he could have gotten Carmelo Anthony really easy if he wanted him here. And so if he didn't try to make a move to really get that done, then I, I'm going to trust LeBron's, you know what I mean, assessment of Carmelo Anthony over it's mine. Fair. Fair. <laughs> over mine. He's been on vacation <laughs> with the dude, played on, you know, teams with him. I believe in the, you know, the Olympics and that kind of stuff. He knows that better than I do. So I'll yield to LeBron there. I just, uh, I thought that was interesting. I would have loved to have seen Paul George a Cavalier. I like every move we've made. I'm, I can live with them all. I don't think any of them are terrible or anything like that, but I would have liked to seen Paul George been a Cavalier. I thought that would have been an interesting interesting look for us. Fantone's going to sit down with Al Snow and I'm going to go sit in my car <laughs> next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. I have got to get in on this. Rock 106.9. Okay, I hate you, Phantom. I didn't write that. I hate you. I, that's not my decision. I'm having cell phone issues, and now you got to play the White House and Sands where I have the newest nice cell phone thing. Oh, dude, I, dude, you're so lucky you called me skinny yesterday. Oh, dude, yeah, I did. That was a little, uh, that was a little smooth things out there. Stansberry, you're looking, uh, looking, looking svelte over there. Yeah, too bad I just saw photos of me golfing yesterday, and I looked like a... I was wearing yellow. I looked, honestly, I don't know. Something FEMA would put on the ground. Like, I just did. I look huge. Tomorrow night is Wayne County WrestleFest. Before we get to that, dude, you can find Fantone everywhere tomorrow. First, you're going to be at the Hartville Cricket. Mm-hmm. Oh, Noon look, they two. sell cell phones. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll go there. Hey, stop on by. Noon to 2, your boy will be there. Noon to 2 tomorrow, you'll be yep. there. And then from 3 to 5 tomorrow, we'll both be at the Hall of Fame City Comic Con. Excited for that. And then tomorrow night, are you not out in Dalton? Oh, you know it, baby. Wayne County WrestleFest. Yeah, Wayne County WrestleFest is happening tomorrow. So Fantone's sitting down with a guy I've never heard of uh, <laughs> named Al Snow. <laughs> And I'm going to go call a cell phone company and try to get my new cell phone. Here's Phantom with uh, Al Snow. You know, Al, thank you so much for joining us, dude. I know a lot of guys know you from the golden age of WWE when it was the Attitude Era and it was kind of on top of the world. A lot of those dudes have checked out from pro wrestling. Why would you recommend they get back into it? Oh, they should come back. Um, They should never leave. I mean, professional wrestling is, uh, and a lot of people will debate this with me, but it is, other than jazz, it's the only other real American art form there is. Um, distinctly American, distinctly created and made here. There is professional wrestling, has been professional wrestling around the rest of the world, but um, uh, they emulate uh, professional wrestling, the style, 
and, uh, and presentation that uh, is prominent here in the United States now. And, uh, you know, and other sports, um, sporting events, NFL, NBA, um, et cetera, all use marketing that techniques and production techniques that were made popular in WWE. Um, wrestling's influence on society has always been uh, very prevalent and uh, very underrated. And uh, it is an awesome form of entertainment. Uh, it's an awesome physical uh, art form of storytelling that uh, you just can't, you can't, other than going to, a, say, a, a play, you know, uh, at, a, a, at a theater, um, you, you, you just cannot get an experience that comes even close to what you can with at a professional wrestling show. Yeah, dude, you bring up a good point. I always try to explain to people that, like, it's kind of the best of all worlds there. It's got, like, once you get over it being quote-unquote fake, um, it's got the storyline of a TV show. It's got, you know, all the athleticism of, like, a professional sporting event. And it, there's just something different about it because it is kind of like theater. They are out there live doing it. And as somebody who's done it on the biggest stage and has also done it on the independent scene, um, how would you compare WWE uh, to independent wrestling? What are the differences, you know, What's your thoughts on that? Uh, just the platform. The the you know WWE obviously is the ultimate platform as far as you know publicity, as far as production, and as far as just presentation. But independent wrestling, what it lacks as far as production and presentation, you know that's where uh, the future of WWE stars come from. That's where guys like Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns and you know etc. All had their start were on those independent levels and. You know, I wish that I could properly, and I probably will never do quite justice, but watching professional wrestling on TV, in no way, in any form, even WWE does not compare from to going and watching it live. The emotion, the energy, the experience of sitting there in that audience and, and interacting uh, and being a, as much a, a part of the show as the actual performers are in professional wrestling, I think what has made it such an appealing form of entertainment for so many decades. That's the thing that's most special about pro wrestling, I feel like, is that sense of community, that sense of family, and independent wrestling does a great job of that, I think better than really any other sport. I mean, you can be a fan of the NFL, you can be a fan of a pro basketball team, you can love MMA, but there's not that brotherhood that exists like it does in pro wrestling, which is a big part of the reason why I think it's so special. And with other sports, it's more team-driven, you know. You can be a fan of the Cavs, you can be a fan of... uh, the Indians, but and you can be a fan of the Browns. You can be a fan of a one particular player more so than the others, but that player's success is all bent on his perform you know, his team. Where in professional wrestling it is individualistically driven. And you can you can be a fan of just a particular professional wrestler, you know. It's awesome, and, and the greatest thing about it is it's, it's terrific as far as for the entire family. Especially at an Ohio champ- Championship Wrestling event, man. I've been working with them for about a year, um, and Wayne County WrestleFest coming up tomorrow night. Dude, people are excited. There's no question about it. Um, you know, like I said earlier in the interview, you you have, have been to the heights of it, and, and during the Attitude Era, um, I'm sure it just had to be absolutely wild back there, and uh, just being under the tutelage of Vince McMahon had to be a special experience. What was working for him like? Well, you know, everybody goes, well, do you like him? Do you dislike him? You have to respect him. The one thing I can say about Vince McMahon is that he is a true leader in the sense that he will never ask you to do something he will not be willing to do himself. 
Yeah, dude. I mean, you've seen him, you know, exemplify that time and time again. You see it in Shane McMahon. So I, I 100% believe that about the dude, a creative genius, a marketing god. I mean, he just, you know, it took took what was the regional, you know, the regional sport and kind of turned it into what it is today. And it really is amazing. Uh, talking to WWE superstar, former WWE superstar Al Snow, who's going to be at Wayne County WrestleFest tomorrow night. If you're looking for tickets, ocwrestling.net. Uh, Al Snow is going to be taking on the uh, OCW heavyweight champion, Dark Star Matt Taylor. I'm sure it's going to be one hell of a bout. Um, one of my favorite things about OCW, and like I said, I've been working with them for about a year, is they're giving young guys, up-and-comers, an opportunity to get out there, get in front of the, get in front of the audience, and kind of make a name for themselves. Um, I know they're listening right now, guys like Jake Ely, guys like uh, Grant Andrews, um, you know, dudes that, that want to make a name for themselves. What advice would you give them? I tell them, you know, the same thing I tell everyone, and that is, you know, don't give up, you know, be, you know, you are the future of wrestling and, you know, you will have your opportunity. You will have your chance. You will have your, your platform to be what you want to be, but always invest time, money, and effort in yourself. You're asking the fans to invest their time, money, and effort in you. You're asking the promoter to invest this time and money and effort into you. So make yourself a value to all of them by investing time, money, and effort in yourself so that you can facilitate those opportunities and make your dreams come true. On the phone right here, it is uh, Al Snow, who will be at Wayne County WrestleFest. It is coming up tomorrow night. Like I said, if you want tickets, ocwrestling.net. Al, I appreciate the time today, brother. Can't wait to see you tomorrow night. Thank you, too. Yep, later, bro. 6-9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Join Matt Fantone tomorrow. He'll be at the Cricket Wireless New to 2 at Hartville. I'm actually going to kidnap him and take that one over so I can get myself a new cell phone. If you missed the first part of the program, I'm battling with the cell phone company. Be able to podcast that at WRQK.com. It's Friday at 7, so we do it every week now. We talk to my good buddy, Mark Munch Bishop, Munch on Sports, who can be found on Fox Sports, 1350 weekdays from 3 to 6, and then everywhere on the free iHeartRadio app. Munch, how are you, buddy? I am superb. Gentlemen, come on. It's Friday, the glorious almighty weekend. No matter what happens today, I'm able to handle it. Awesome. Give me a little insight into the OSU game this weekend, buddy. What's going on with the Buckeyes? Okay, brother, here is the scoop, okay? Last year over Rutgers, uh, it was definitely playing the JV. It is the first Big Ten game, but let's just put it this way. And the coach, of course, is off the Urban Meyer tree. But why is Rutgers in the Big Ten? Because they're in the New York City market. That's nice. it, okay? Nice. <laughs> Not nice. for football. Not for basketball, whereas Maryland's in for basketball. They might shock some people in football this year. But the bottom line is, Rutger gets you the New York City market, marketing, and bingo. That is the reason the Scarlet Knights, in fact, they fire a cannon when they get a touchdown. Gentlemen, they may not fire that cannon tomorrow, all right? Nice. Nice. Well, we'll see what happens. I um, I, I like the Buckeyes. I think you know people kind of got off them a little early, and people were beating up Braxton Miller because of the bad game and this and that. But we have Urban Meyer, and we're a traditional power. I think by the end of it, we're still in contention for a title this year. I don't know if they'll make it, but I, I think they will be in contention by the end of the season. So the Indians got their 100th win the other night, and uh, that's pretty good. I think, you know what I mean? They have, they have been pretty good this season. Do you think the Indians have a legit shot to win the World Series? Brother, I certainly do. You know what? Though? I wish Braxton Miller was there. That's J.T. Barrett. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Later, I screwed up the him name. a break. That's yeah. okay. You know, J.T. is much like Danny, think about this. You know, I had the Indians 94-96 wins. Most people had wow. them 
hovering around 90. It's been amazing what they're doing, and here's the best part. Guys, I don't want you to, like, you know, get excited, spill your coffee or something in your lap, but the Indians are using the same formula Kansas City used. Remember they took the Giants yeah. in seven games, lost, came back the next year? That's what the Indies are doing. And you know what, guys? It didn't start in the winning streak. It didn't even start when Tito pulled the team aside after that disastrous left coast trip. It started the day after Game 7 last year when players told me, we know what we need to do now, and the dedication starts today. Oh, yeah, they chilled over the holidays. They have some weekends. They have vacations. But every one of those guys, then you bring in an Encarnacion. Guys, did you see Santana? He's up in the 260s nice. because he sat and talked to Edwin, young Greg Allen, Francisco Mejia. They all pull Edwin Encarnacion aside and talk to him. No, he's not a Napoli. There's no party in Edwin's. You're partying with Edwin, you're going to church with him, okay? But the bottom line is, he's a leader, and guess what else talks loudest for him? His baseball bat. Yes, it does. Uh, Munch, you know, I'm not going to call you old, but I'm going to say that you are a historian, at the very least, of Northeast Ohio sports. <laughs> nice, this well is, done. Wait, is... a Wiley veteran, how's that? <laughs> okay, check, all right, check, all right. check out the statesman on Matt Fanto. This is only the third time the Indians have hit the century mark when it comes to victories. Wow. Uh, where do you put the Indians this year against those Indians of, of, of years past? Oh, wow, you're asking me about the 95-97 teams, of course, that went to the World Series. You know what? They may be short a bat or two, but, gentlemen, just like real estate, location, 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 it's pitching, pitching, pitching. Heck, you know what? The Braves had three Hall of Famers in 95. I'd still be nervous with that pitching staff. I'd want more. Right today, this pitching staff is better than anything we saw in 95 and 97. I would like them to play. If we could go back in the Wayback Machine, they would play seven games, and this team would win it all, gentlemen. Wow. 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 That's a, yeah, I, well, I mean, I think they do win it. I really do. I, um, I'm interested to get your take on this, too. I guess the NBA's looking at, I, there's like a new, like, rule change that's happening. I guess this happened late yesterday, where, like, players are no longer allowed to rest. And like, was it nationally syndicated games? High profile games, games yeah. yeah, not in high profile games. The team, I believe, can be fined a hundred thousand dollars. Is this going to fix the sitting on the bench issue that that the NBA has been having? Oh, bro, you know what, man? I mean, if it's a rule, it's a rule. There's going to be some times where the players might say, "Hey, could you see LeBron going to Tyler and say, I'll write the check for exactly." That's my point. Yeah. And here's the thing: Aren't they supposed to be fixing that back to back? I just looked over the schedule. I didn't even know you were going to ask me that, Dan. This is what sports geeks do, okay, with their morning coffee. Right. <laughs> Sit and look over schedules. They have 12 back-to-backs this year. Wow. That's quite a few. That's quite a few. So the bottom line is, you know, Greg Popovich. Did you see Greg Popovich not sitting somebody down when he feels it's going to affect him going into the playoffs? Heck no. They'll write the check and get it done. It's not going to solve anything. That's what I think. I, 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 the money's not enough, and these guys all have it. The owners have it. The players have it. it it's, not a, it's not enough of an incentive. And it's almost unfair to the Cavaliers and the Warriors and teams in the elite because those are the teams that are going to be playing on a regular basis. I mean, you're not And you're see, pushing on TV, right? right you're yeah. not, not going to see the Hawks playing nationally syndicated games, but if <laughs> they go into the, into, you know, into the playoffs with the opportunity to be rested as opposed to the Cavaliers, a little unfair there. I stand firm to my statement that LeBron's going to rest more this year um, than he ever has in his entire career. I think he'll play in games and rest in those games right. even more See, ever because how deep and, the, be- the the bench is now. Right, and hopefully with the addition of Dwayne Wade, I mean, he'll be able to take some of that time off. I agree. Uh, Munch, how do you feel about uh, the, the addition of, of Mr. Wade? 
You know what? I love the addition of Mr. Wade. Here's why. The same thing with Derrick Rose. I had a great chat with Derrick Rose on Monday. And, guys, you're going to dig this. You know, here's a young cat. He's only 28. People are acting like he's 40 years old in the NBA. Uh, you know, he's got the short dreads. He's tatted up. And I asked him where he was moving, and he goes, I got a new house. He's getting new furniture in it. I don't know yet, though, because my financial advisor is handling it. And he looked at me, and we both nice. started laughing. And he goes, could you imagine me with a financial advisor? So I didn't throw that out. But it ties into what you asked me about Dwayne Wade. Same thing. Can't play anymore, right? Derek Rose can't play anymore. These other guys can't play anymore. A, they've got chips on their shoulder. But B, you know, they're not out to prove others wrong, guys. You're going to like this. They're out to prove that they are right. I nice. always like the positive. Me too. Something else Ty Lue said the other day when you talk about LeBron resting more, which was tongue-in-cheek, but somebody said to him, well, with all this depth, you're going to be able to rest more." He goes, no, I just told LeBron I'm going to add a minute to his playing time. <laughs> so they're, have, they're having fun early on. But you know what? This is a deep team, and guys, truly, sources tell me, and these are not like the guy that saw the guy shopping in Marks who's a neighbor of so-and-so, okay? But the same guy that if you saw Sunday night, I said, welcome to the land, Dwayne Wade. I got jumped on pretty good. Well, I knew Sunday night he was coming. Is that the Cavaliers are working fervently on one more piece? Nice. They're not going to be stupid. They're not going to be stupid. If they could add one more piece, they're going to do it. I would agree. Munch, let's move to the team that, well, has let everybody down <laughs> for a decade plus. But the Browns, are, I believe, are at home this week against the Cincinnati Bengals, getting three on their home field. Um, what will we see? Got What will we see out of Hugh and the team this week? Well, number one, AJ Green. And the Bengals are going to try to attack, attack, attack. They're no dummies. AJ and Andy Dalton, although, guys, I don't call Andy the Red Rifle. I call him the Red Rider BB gun, okay? And he's pretty much has proven that, (laughs) is that they got their stride last week. Their running game is still a little iffy. I put their big tight end. So they're going to attack us with AJ Green. So we will have to stop AJ Green. Right now, there's no doubt. Our defensive backs can't cover. Heck, they couldn't cover the three of us if we were trips wide left, you know? So we're going to see what happens there. They've got to try, guys. They've got to try and run the football. You may even see a change with Duke Johnson as the feature running back. Last week, it's like schizophrenia. It's like bipolar. I was told last Saturday they were going to blitz the heck out of Brissett. I saw very few blitzes. Why? Because Greg Williams was afraid of sending one extra guy when his DBs are having a hard time covering for the pass. Uh, the Bengals feel that this is going to put them at one and three. I do look for the Browns to fall by at least two touchdowns Sunday, and it breaks my heart to say that, guys. Yeah, I mean, both teams, I think, are circling. The other one is like, hey, this is our victory. This is where we start to build something. Right. It, it'll be interesting Momentum to see. game. Right, it'll be interesting to see yeah. who really wants it there. Um, one of the things that I think could turn the fortunes around for the Cleveland Browns is the addition of... Uh, Moving the, it to Baltimore <laughs> works. <laughs> the number one draft ah. pick. The number one draft pick, Miles Garrett. I saw some stuff yesterday on Twitter. Don't know how reliable it is. That's why I'm asking you, Munch. Um, is there any update on his ankle and any chance that he'll be playing this weekend? You know what? If he does play, which I want him to play, guys, he may be a third down guy. You know, who knows? Maybe he'll take a dart. By that, I mean some type of shot. However, be careful with that with the high ankle sprain. I don't want him playing one game and missing another two or three. But the bottom line is this, is that he needs to make an impact. Guys, first rounders must make an impact. First two-day players, first, second, and third-round players must make the starting lineup. So if you're number one overall, you've got to rock and roll. You know, if he gets in the game, i got to have him with two sacks at least because if not, then he's not doing what he's supposed to do. So let's see what happens. I will say this. In preseason, he went mostly against scrubs. I understand he's just learning the game. 
he showed me nothing. So let's hope that changes. I yeah, let's hope that the Browns who have always shown us nothing. <laughs> I hope that changes. Munch on sports. Catch them weekdays at three on Fox Sports thirteen fifty and everywhere on the free iHeartRadio app. Munch, thank you so much for joining us, buddy. We'll talk to you again next week. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Absolutely. We have Brett Michaels tickets for you and also Fantone. It turns out people trust the internet more than people they're willing to sleep with. Yeah, it's weird. We'll get into that next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. We may not be a global epidemic yet. On iHeartRadio. This is a dream come true. Canton's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. And welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. If you miss Munch... You can catch that on the podcast shortly after 10 a.m. at WRQK.com. You can also catch Munch this afternoon. Fox Sports 1350 starts at 3 and everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. The free iHeartRadio app. Yeah, download it now. You can also catch Fantone. That's uh, this Sunday. You'll be at the TDs, their late cable Jackson location, right next to Fiddlesticks there. He'll be out there starting from, what, 1230? Be out there till about halftime. You know it. Watching the Browns game. Browns getting three on their home field. Munch thinks they lose by a touchdown or more. I think this is a great opportunity for the Browns to win a game. Therefore, this would be a good time for you to come out and actually like watch it with people. Most times it's like, dude, they're going to lose. Yeah, they're if they win, you're right. You want to be right. around people like, right. yo, man, like let's celebrate this together. The worst thing that's going to be is they win. They pull off this impressive victory. You're sitting there at your house looking around like, damn, dude, I don't even like my wife. I don't even like my kids. You're going to like the people at TDs there. That's right. Also, $2 Bud Light Pints. You get to keep the glass. It's a good move. I also view it as an opportunity to have one of their mashers. Oh yeah, dude! I know mashed potatoes and steak on top. Oh, dude, it's so good. I you know I need to eat something right now. Actually, I'm uh, dude. I'm like blinding mad still about my (laughs) cell phone. If you missed that conversation, again, that'll be in the podcast a little later. I do have this though, and I found that this to be interesting is that we trust the internet more than we trust human beings, which is really strange. Like, dude, all right. I know I'm gonna sound like an old man here. Mm. But, like, I remember the world before the internet, obviously, right? Right, right, yeah. And so, like, I remember everybody's hesitation coming to it. And even, like, the first five years of it, it was still like, well, only kooks are on it. And, like, and that now. And now it's like everything we do is all surrounded around the internet. Um, I feel like I'm right at the age where I'm just at the point where I'm probably the last age range where you would remember life before the internet. People younger than me have have been surrounded by it their entire lives. Like, how old were you when your parents, like, did you... Late middle school, so seventh, eighth grade, I would is say. Is when you got a computer in the house? Com- like with internet on it? Yeah. It was yeah, see, I was, se- yeah, I was obviously older than that. Yeah. Seventh, eighth grade, I would probably say we got AOL there and we did the dial-up thing. Um, but yeah, I remember that noise? I, I, you know, through the whole you, house. You're right. In, in in the first couple of five years, ten years, probably 15 years of the internet there. If you told it, people you met your wife on the internet then? Right. Insane. If, right. If you, said, if you said, hey, I'm having somebody come pick me up in their car and I picked them up from the internet, dude, people would look at you like you had a horn growing when out of your When Messenger head. and all that stuff first started, you you would have never used your real name ever. Like it was always like screen names you were using. I can remember my parents wouldn't let me use the internet to like do homework. Like if I was writing a report, like I couldn't I couldn't source the internet. I had to use like an encyclopedia because they were like, "No, dude, you have no idea if that's a true source, if that's anything like that. Like you know you can't use the internet." And now it's like my mom If only people used it that way now. <laughs> and, and and now and now you've got your mom out there sharing messages on Facebook saying like redstate.gov said Hillary invented AIDS and it's like, "Mom, I don't know if that's true." Collecting D pics on t- Tinder, probably. Right. Like, I, Mom, I don't know if you should be doing that. So they, so they did a little bit of a survey here, right? Listen to this. The average American takes 20 seconds only to figure out if an email in their inbox is safe. Okay. We only take 28 seconds to see if an online form is safe to input all of our personal info in. 
and we take 31 seconds to decide if a website is legit enough to make a purchase from it. The most common reason for revealing your personal info online is making online purchases. Oh, yeah. Applying for a mortgage or insurance is the second, and submitting a job application follows up as third. Yeah, you put in a job app, and most most companies make you apply online Online now, now right. So, yeah, sure. you put in personal info. I can see that. But when it comes to a potential sex partner, people say they need to go out on an average of two and a half dates before they're even comfortable giving out their whole entire name. Wow. 28 seconds before you'll fill out your entire personal information on an online form, but you need two and a half dates before you tell that chick your last name. Wow. That's crazy. Ah, that is disappointing, dude. That That's is. crazy. Um, I, I understand that. But look at it like this. Now, you're in a committed relationship, yeah. so I'm, I'm, I'm assuming your girlfriend probably knows most of your like, credit card numbers and like that stuff. Yeah, she, right? has, she, okay? has, yeah. she has, probably has access to stuff yeah. and this and that. But they say in here, the average person would put in their credit card number on, on a website that's fake or might be like a scam or this and that faster than they would give it to the person they're sleeping with. And when I start thinking about that, like, I have to go back a while before there was a girl I was involved with having sex with that I would have given my credit card number to. And now you'll just give it in because it's like, hey, this... this. But I want golf clubs from golf.com, so send them to me. Well, even if it's not golf.com, because I feel like at least that's That's probably reputable. I'm just throwing a name out there. there's advertisements that'll come up on Facebook, and it'll be like a stupid shirt that has, like, you know, a Browns logo and the fact that you were born in the month of September. And people are like, oh, yeah, dude, I got to buy that. I like the Browns. I like September. Relax and let Dan handle it. Right, exactly. (laughs) Dude, that's the most unreputable company in the world, and you're just like, here, Dude, here's my credit card information. Isn't that amazing? That's terrible. 28 seconds to figure out. That's as long as we take looking at something before we figure out whether or not it's safe enough to make a purchase. Now, I'll give you another one. I'll give you a radio one. All right? This is what the average is nationally. You give something that you're listening to on the radio eight seconds before you press a button. Eight. They've been honest over the last decade and a half to get faster coming out of break because that's, dude, that's our, our... our train of thought, like we're we're give us the next thing, eight seconds. So I just wasted twenty four of them. How <laughs> do you guys flip it over? No. Doing See, some other things. You're doing it all wrong. You got ninety eight one. That's it. it. Ninety eight one. You get it, and that's all you have just to do. Just keep saying it. Um, you know, when you're looking at putting in your financial information instead of sharing your genitals, um, I guess like I don't want to come down on people and be like, no, you guys should stop being such prudes. Just sleep with people. But like, man, that's such a a, a wild difference between three dates and thirty seconds. Like that's crazy. Yeah, I can't remember the last person I was dating who I would have given my debit card number to. But I'll give it but I'll put it online for an eBay store all day every day. Yeah, like that's absolutely crazy. We our dude our value system is a little upside down and like and our security system is like way way upside down. We have Brett Michaels tickets. Let's pass those out right now. We'll take caller 30 at 1-800 243-7625. We'll send you to see Brett Michaels up at the Hard Rock Roxino there in Northfield Park. December the 29th is when that show is. And Fantone, we've all been nervous on the first day of work, but this guy had the worst first day ever. We'll give you his story next on Rock 106. 106.9. And welcome back to the Sands Show on Rock 106.9. We have Factory of Terror tickets, 830. We'll get you hooked up with those. People are going to lose their minds, dude. Is that right? Kenton loves haunted houses, man. There's just yeah, they no really question do. about it. This is one of those areas that just seems like is bigger into that than others. So when starting a new job, everybody's nervous, right? I remember when we, the first day on this job, I was like, oh, God. 
And I hate starting new jobs. I hate it. I, I don't like change a lot. Like I like getting in my rhythms, being in my systems, and just leave me there. Yeah, and it's the first day always sucks. At least you get a little bit of a buffer zone, though, because people are like, oh, it's his first day. But when it's still your new job, it's just tough, man. That's always a point where I want to get over, where it's like, all right, I feel like I work here. I feel like I'm a part of the this investigation now. period. Like yeah. I feel, you're, I always feel like I'm on a 90 day surveillance watch. You're trying to 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 figure out the politics of the building. You're trying to find out who your allies are, who's going to be on your side, and really that early on, it's kind of hard to know. Like You can sure. make an assumption yeah. of like, oh, this guy's cool. I like him. He's going to be a buddy of mine. And then, you know, three months later, you're like, dude, this is the biggest son of a bitch in the entire office. Yeah, Fantone just gave you a true story of what happened here in this building. A couple of months ago, we liked a guy. And now all of a sudden, it's like, like wait, nah, like, nah, I'd probably throw that guy under a bus, probably. A probably. Second. And then, uh, dude, let me drive that bus that, that hits him. I would, I would like to drive that bus. But a guy named Russell Tracy lives in Las Vegas, was all excited to start his new construction job because he had been out of work and he was like, you know what, just got a new job, feeling pretty good. You know what I mean? Going to start making some money. I'll be able to provide for my wife and four children. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. Imagine being unemployed. Imagine that because a lot of guys honestly listen to us right now are in this situation. You're unemployed, married with multiple kids. You're like, how am I going to do this? I don't know, dude. I ask that question all the time. Hell, I have I two ask, jobs, and I ask myself, how am I doing this? Even, even, even with like you are, yeah, you are employed. How do you do it with four kids? It's one of the great <laughs> mysteries of the world to me. Um, I can only assume once you go through financial devastation like that, the amount of stress that must come along with Brutal. your with that, the amount of 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 you know, I'm surprised you're still married. I'm surprised there hasn't been a divorce, and the amount of relief that once you get that job and you see it, and you're like, dude, this is it. This check. Is, this is my opportunity. Life's going to turn around. Things are going great for me, baby. And then you go to work. And so Russell Tracy goes to his first job, first day on the job, working construction, falls in a manhole, dies. Jeez. That's terrible, dude. Jeez. They spoke with his wife who says, yeah, he's leaving behind me, four children. They don't know what to do. She's obviously started a uh, GoFundMe page to support his family. Yeah. Um, the incident occurred before noon at the site. The Clark County Fire Department re- reported a sewer line was being installed when the worker fell about 20 feet Ugh. into a manhole. Died as a result. There was only space for one person where he fell, so they couldn't go and necessarily go in after him. The incident Ugh. is being investigated by uh, the Las Vegas Police Department, and uh, you know OSHA's on hand now taking a look at that. Imagine that. I um yeah I mean absolutely terrible and you feel for this woman's or for this woman and her kids is the and, company and liable of course they are oh, of course they are there's you think no, so yeah there's no possible way that she's not going to get a settlement out of this of course I mean dude, somebody died on the job like yes you, I would think so but I mean you, I don't know you as an employer have a responsibility a you legal, have insurance a legal yeah I mean they'll I mean of course but like but you have a legal responsibility to have a safe work environment so when somebody dies on the job I'm telling you right now that woman, now, does that work for all jobs. I I mean, there are jobs that are inherently unsafe, right? You still, yeah. I mean, even like, even dude, if you're a, if you're a, an ice, in, uh, you know, one of those like an ice road trucker, or an ice road trucker, or one of the, one of those reality shows, right? I was gonna say you get your own TV show, the deadliest catch or whatever you are out there. Yeah, your employer still has an obligation. I mean, that's a part of doing business in America. It's I know. A safe work environment. Normally, if you have your own like uh, life insurance, if you die on the job, they it normally pays what two to one. I think is what it something is. something impressive like that. I mean, God knows that's not a silver lining for this woman. There's a little bit. That's like, well, maybe no, hopefully, right, yeah. and I'm sure she needs cash right now. Of like, you know, you haven't that, that guy didn't have a job for however long beforehand, so you have bills you have to pay right now. You have to pay for a funeral. You have to do all those things. Um, but abs- absolutely terrible, right there. A buddy of mine had a uh, had a cousin die on a construction site, very similar. He yeah. was like on the job of only about a week and a half, two weeks, something Jeez. like that. And I don't know how it happened because he got ran over 
by like um like one of those steamrollers. My God! And I said to him, I was like, it, so here's the thing. It was his dad's construction company, and I said to him at the time, I was like, dude, explain. I was like, I'm sorry for the loss of your cousin. Yeah. But how did your cousin get run over by the slowest machine ever made? They're not fast. No. Right. How like, did you knock it out of the way? And I still, dude, he told me the story. I still, I can't remember the whole thing. It was years and this is a decade ago, and I still can't, like, I cannot resolve myself to the fact that you couldn't get out of the way of that thing. If you get hit by a dump truck, okay, because it's moving, or you get hit sure. in the head by, you know, something like a cement truck moving its arm or something like that, okay, I mean, it's still workplace safety, yeah. and, you know, it's still it's still supposed to be a safe place but dude how do you get run over by a steamroller that doesn't, that doesn't make slowest any machine sense. ever made rolled him right over um this obviously did not result in my death but i have a comparable story not on a construction site or anything because you guys say you guys know i'm not out there dude you in a tool belt <laughs> is like the weirdest head. look i've ever seen Boy, got a little hard head on um but i uh this was i don't know probably a decade ago at this point and more than a decade ago because it's before is before i worked in radio um i was living in akron in timber top and oh my god oh yeah i live there oh jeez Jeez, Everybody's dude. lived there. Right. If you have a dark chapter in your life, I guarantee you a part of it. Dude, Timbertop Timber is like Monopoly. Everybody's owned it at some point. Everybody's <laughs> had everybody's had an apartment there. So at, at that point, I was working down in the valley. My license wasn't exactly uh, legal at that point. So your boy had... Translation didn't have one. So your boy had to walk to work. And I was walking and I was going out of the apartment complex. And as I'm walking, I'm kind of on the side... Or not the sidewalk, but kind of in the street there. And... I walk on a manhole cover and as I walk on the manhole cover with my left leg, the entire manhole cover like doops, like goes up straight and my left leg goes boom down. So all of a sudden my like my legs kicked out. I'm halfway down and I got my leg just swinging in this manhole cover like hole. Jeez. Yeah, so I'm just sitting there. Dude, with as long as your legs are, I'm surprised you couldn't touch the bottom. Well, at first I'm just like, oh my God, what happened? Like what even? So like, you know, because I kind of like hit myself as I was going down and I kind of hit the thing. Did you wrap yourself and, in the nuts? And I, No, I didn't, didn't hit myself in, in the balls. I I was, I was, I think it was just the way that I landed. Okay. It just didn't. Um, but so I'm sitting there and I kind of like, well, what do I do? Pull my leg out, close the manhole cover and just walk away because I was like, well, what, what, what am I supposed to do here? Write a note. Sorry. And, well, and that's right. Who am I supposed to tell? And I, I thought to myself, I'm like, well, should you call the city of Akron? And I'm like, well, what are they going to do for you? Like, just looking I mean, around for where, where's an adult? I guess, I guess like the only thing <laughs> what at do that I do? point was like, well, I mean, if I would have been injured, I probably would have needed to prove it in like the court of law or whatever. But I was just, I just so shocked and just so like, what the hell just happened to me that I just kind of stood up, brushed myself off and walked away. Wow. Yeah, I never thought that maybe I would have died in that. I mean, I knew yeah, I could, you could I, die. And I was like, well, I'm, I, you know, could have injured myself. But yeah, I guess if I would have fallen down all the way down in there, I guess I could have died there. A listener just tweeted in. And he's like, I have a very sad story about a guy that I was working with on his first day of work. He uh, was told by his wife that she wanted a divorce. I don't know, dude. Got rid of his wife and got a new job on the same day, bro. To me, that's sad. Sounds good to me. How bad does that suck? You're sitting there at work going over the training packets. You're sitting there. You're going through the orientation. And all of a sudden, your wife's like, dude. I hate you. I don't want to be with you anymore. I don't know. It'd be a little sad. Nicole says you made her laugh. I'm seriously right in front of Timber Top right now on my way to work. <laughs> Whatever you 
do, don't fill out the application. I don't care if they offer you free heat. Free free heat always means press the gas pedal. Absolutely. So the NFL protests have captivated all of us. Everybody's talking about it and this and that. And I cannot believe that an idea that I have has not been floated by anybody else yet. We've already seen it once before in the NFL, and I can't believe it's not being floated yet. I'll tell you what that is next on Rock 106.9. Dan Stansberry and his boy Wonder Matt Fantone. At last, two heroes. The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. And welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. We have Factory of Terror tickets. We'll pass those out around 8.30 this morning. 1-800-243-7625. The number you need on those. Another reminder, you can join Fantone tomorrow. He'll be at the Cricket Wireless Store in Hartville from noon to 2. Then we'll both be at the Hall of Fame City Comic Con from 3 to 5. Actually, Patrick Nelson going to join us on the air at 9 o'clock this morning. Talk a little Hall of Fame City Comic Con. And also, Fantone can be found Sunday. TD's Tailgate Grill, their Lake Cable Jackson location, watching the Browns game with you. It's an action-packed weekend for your boy. There's no doubt about that. You come out, hang out with me, tell me your horror stories from Timbertop. Yeah, I took a lot of those via Twitter over the break. It was very funny. Man, dude, I opened up a can of worms right there. Dude, there's plenty of people with some stories right there. There, Well, here's what I think. I mean, dude, there's plenty of people still in the timber top struggle. Like, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? So so here's what here's what we're going to do. The 20 million, the Sansbury Show audience, today at like 3 o'clock, we're going to go all full form a line and we'll kneel around the timber top apartments. That's a struggle up there, man. All right. So the NFL, there's a couple of stories surrounding this. So A, it sounds like they picked up Justin Timberlake for the halftime show, which again, welcome to huge star, kind of, you know what I mean, going to draw the audience. Dude, he's the guy who pulled Janet Jackson's boob out. I get no How? again. Now I'm mad about this because I worked in the radio business like shortly after that had happened, and like they attacked radio. Something happened on TV. And they attacked radio. And I'll remind you all, and it's because once upon a time, this company used to be owned by a guy named Lowry Mays. And Lowry Mays was from the same little town of Texas where George Bush was from. And Bush needed to win an election. So he called Lowry up and said, Lowry, trying to win this election. You got to make it a morality issue with your radio station. You got to get Howard off them radio stations. You got to get Bubba off them radio stations. I need to win me this election. Sure enough, it happened. And that, That's exactly what happened. And that was like moral high ground back then. Was like, yo, we saw what was a covered nipple, still covered, right? And 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 dude, people lost their minds. Like, well, they went back and looked. It was under twenty five people complained to the FCC. Radio stations got in trouble. We couldn't right. play certain songs. We couldn't talk about certain things. Um, the, the FCC handled television differently at that point. That's so good. this was like a major thing that happened yeah. in, in like the federal government. Yeah. I mean, the FCC is a federal entity. And so so all that happened, and that was a decade ago. So you'd think Justin Timberlake blackballed, never allowed to come on here again, and now they're just going to give it to him? I, 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 yep. <sighs> yeah, that blew my mind when I heard I that. I could, could not believe that. When, when I, I go back it. and I think about how negatively my life was affected then, because of a lot of that, I'm it, honestly, it almost makes me angry he's doing it. Now, I love Timberlake. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not about Timberlake. Him. It's not about Timberlake. It's not about that. It's about, like, yeah, it's, a, well... America not having the standard that they, that they tell me they have. And that's the thing is like, how, how are the same people who were upset about that? And I guess you said it was only 25. And maybe they say under 25 people actually called the switchboard that maybe, day. Maybe social media wasn't around back then in the same capacity not, not the that capacity. it is now. No. So like no. maybe it was just a little bit different. You were still emailing but, them. But if that would have happened today, if that would have happened today, people would still be like, ah! And now Furious. it's just like, ah, it's no big deal, whatever would have happened. 
So I started thinking about these protests on top of that, right? All right. And I can't believe this idea hasn't been floated. And if it has, maybe somewhere else and I haven't heard it, I apologize. Okay. But you know what I kind of want? What is that? I want a scab season. Not because I hate the players, not because I want them to shut up, not because, but almost like everybody kind of gets what they want there, right? You Ultimately, like, you get, it'd be easier to put a scab season together than ever before because we have social media. We'd be able to track down players. It would point out the hypocrisy in the in the viewership of, oh, I can't believe what these guys do off the field. Because once it, once it became down to no football, you would take scabs who did awful things in their personal life and why they're not playing in the NFL on your TV. Yes, you would. You know you would. And then the millionaire athlete gets to see, oh, wow. This thing will move on without me. Like the last time they tried to do the scab season and half the players were like, you know what, dude, I missed my check. I'm coming back. Right? And it might simmer everybody down. Now then, for a guy like me, I get these personal stories of these scabs that are coming out of nowhere and they're all going to be really interesting and have rich personal background and the stories that come out of that are awesome. I want a scab season. I, I, I'm going to disagree. <laughs> I, don't, I, 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 don't I can't think, believe that's not the solution to this. I, I don't think anybody gets what they want out of there. Um, I think everybody gets what they Maybe not what they want. Everybody gets what they should get. Okay. Um, but at that point, I mean, nobody's going to watch those games. Oh, like, that's a lie. Everybody continued to watch them back in the 87 when it happened. I think that you're going to see a severe decline in viewership if you put in guys who are not professional, elite professional athletes. I, I disagree. Especially in like a scab setting where it's like no over no suspended. football um you over have, no football you i think college people, football yeah dude that's not what ha- i mean i'm telling you it, it's it, it is different there's something about your professional team will it will you lose a little bit of viewership sure probably in the beginning but you're losing that already i'm being told a three percent increase right last week right yeah, week to week for that year. I, I, but you know as well as I do how ratings are broken down. They're probably giving us one, well, this set of these viewers is up 3%. It'd be interesting to see what the actual ratings are. You can, disp- you can disperse that stuff. It, it, every station can claim they're number one when the ratings come out. It's kind of like how you watch a TV commercial and every truck's the number one truck in its class. Well, Every single one. I mean, as far as like number ones go, yeah, you can find different ways to call yourself number one. But if 3% increase in actual viewership, from week to, from from year to year for that second or third week of is the season is it overall viewership that that's, that's up three percent okay the increase is what I saw earlier this week so I just think everybody learns a lesson there you get guys on the field who are like you know what dude I get to do my dream right now I don't care about any of the other stuff I just want to play I, I once again I I just don't I don't think that anybody's going to be like captivated by that just because oh, I disagree because now now you're in the Canadian Football League and like why why don't we watch CFL then why don't we watch arena football I mean people did uh, initially when the scab season started the stadiums were empty and they were worried about TV but by the end of it you know what happened is America wise up and realized man dude we got a bunch of whiny crybabies out there and these guys are working hard stiffs like me and they're getting a chance dude America loves that out of nowhere, get your second chance, fight for like your dream story. That stuff that's built for TV narrative. And again, maybe what you get is you get a, you, you shake the system up in the NFL where these guys start to go, "Oh man, I got to tell you, dude, this job's pretty great." And if all they want me to do is pretend like I care about this song for three and a half minutes, maybe I'll do it. I think I think players are not getting what they want because they're not getting money. Billionaires are losing money, and we get a subpar football product. I don't think anybody wins. I, like I said, I don't think it's not about getting what you want. It's about getting what you should have and deserve. And this is exactly – I can't believe the idea is not being floated. I can't believe a rogue owner hasn't come out and said, you know what, I'll fill this team full of dudes who want this job if you don't want it.
Now, I, I don't have a problem with the anthem protest. I really don't. Do what you want. Okay, but I, I I would prefer they stand. I would stand because now I guess like now one of the saints say now they're going to kneel before the anthem and then they're all going to stand up during the anthem. Nice. Nice way to st- stick to your convictions, Drew Brees. I think it was yesterday or was it the day before where they had the owner player Roger Goodell um, summit summit. Yeah. So I don't know if I don't know what came out of that. I don't know what changed out of that, but uh, they understand at this point they have a real problem on their hands. Yeah, they do one way or another. And uh, when you're getting it from both sides, too, because that that really puts the NFL in a unique situation there where I know. People on the left feel like, no, we're doing this for Cap. And then people on the right are like, no, we're doing this for America. But when you have both sides coming at you like that. And they both want to use the same system to show you they're pissed, which is not view it. Right. So you you, you, you get into a, a, a kind of an almost no-win situation. So the fact that they are... Make no mistake. It, the fact that that, you, that you've got D or you've got you know D and Jimmy Haslam out there, and the three fact, Browns players that don't matter, and the, and the fact that you've got those different guys at least involved in the conversation shows they're taking it serious at this point. They're taking the fact that people are pissed seriously. They're not taking the issue seriously, which has been my problem with this since the beginning. Because what are they? What is the protest now? Is it about unity? Because unity is different than equality. Everybody gets that, right? They're they're all now coming together as against the president. They're not. They're all coming well, together now against what the issue was. Is that is that what it signifies? Is the yeah, arms together they, is against? Is it against the president? They didn't start this until the president opened his mouth. Every most of these athletes were quiet dude, until Donald Trump opened his mouth and he said it on Friday, and they had to react by Sunday, and that's why it looked mishmash on last Sunday. Which I, I I know there's people out there who are either going to say, well, there's no way he would do that; he's the president, or there's people out there who are going to say, well, there's no way he would do that; he's an idiot. Um, if you don't think Donald Trump just played the nation like a fiddle, you are blind, dude. You are absolutely 100 percent head in the sand, not paying attention. He's going to win for again all, for all the things that are happening in the world right now, and all the things that you could gripe about the. Fact that we as a nation are still hung up on 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 what two hundred dudes are doing in the middle for three minutes on a Sunday—that's what we're most worked up about. If you don't think you got played, dude, you're silly. That's our attention span, and he knows it. I've been saying this since he was just a candidate. He understands America better than America understands him. That's why I think he has the lowest approval rating in the history of presidents. And I think if he ran again today, he would win today. Because I'm still yet to see the heavyweight on the other side. They don't have one. You, you bring up the fact that. It, you know he's uh, a master at at, at diversion, making diversion and, yeah. and kind of doing those Distraction. things. He's awesome um, at it. it. You also bring up the fact that well, we don't have a very long attention span. If they start doing this, and they did it last night, where it's both teams have their arms together, both teams are standing. You kneel, then you stand. By Christmas, this is all over. Unless something else happens, where it's like it makes it like titillating again. I say by Christmas, this is a, this is a tired narrative, and we've all moved on. Yeah, because the they changed the narrative, and now like the people who were really pissed about police brutality and inequality in this country are looking at this, going, "This isn't what we were doing. This isn't you now." Essentially, as a guy who hates terms like this, we've whitewashed this thing now, just so the American public will shut up and continue to watch the television game. That's it. That's it. That's all we've done. Nothing's happened. And now, so yeah, it will die out eventually because you're not really standing for anything anymore, except for you don't like being called a son of a bitch. Two, two, three years from now, I mean, this will always be remembered. This will be in the history books. Oh, yeah, yeah, But two, three years from now, Won't this matter. is all well behind us Won't and matter. nobody's, you know. Will not matter. I agree with that.
I'd like to see scabs. I'd like to see a dude from Maslin who almost made it to the NFL, maybe had a personal issue, DUI or something, got bounced from the, you know, the draft. Get his shot. Get his shot and stand there and be like, you know what? This is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. I'm so proud to be here and proud for my family. I'll do whatever you want me to hold my helmet, look at the flag. Fine, I'll do it. I would love to see that. Did you see uh, the Lingerie Football League has announced they will be standing throughout yeah. the entire season? We'll get into though. that at 930, okay. as if that matters. <laughs> you know what I mean? You want our attention, lady? Take the bras off during the anthem, and then maybe we care about the Lingerie Football League. Dear God. We have Factory of Terror tickets. You're going to get hooked up with those next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Hey guys, it's Sansbury here for the Wakeham Auto Family. The Wakeham Auto Family is currently Stark County's largest pre-owned dealership, meaning no matter what type of car you're looking for, make, model, price range, no matter what it is, the Wakeham Auto Family can find it for you. I was looking for a pre-owned Honda Accord, and sure enough, Wakeham found me exactly what I was looking for and well within my price range. You can take a look through their massive pre-owned inventory right now at Wakeham.com. That's W-A-I-K-E-M.com. You'll see there that the Wakeham Auto family has currently over 500 different pre-owned vehicles for you to choose from. Like I said, no matter what it is you're after, the Wakeham Auto family can and will. 1069. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. Join Fantone this Sunday. He'll be at the TD's Tailgate Grill location uh, at uh, Lake Cable Jackson, right next to Fiddlesticks. Be there from 1230 to 230, watching the Browns game. $2 Bud Light pints. They get to keep the glass. I'll also send you with a couple of uh, Sands Ratio pint glasses and stickers as well. And Browns faithful, this is one of your only opportunities to watch a Browns victory with other people. I'm telling you right now, you want to be a part of this, man. This Sunday, TDs, new location. What? I'm excited. I, uh, Dude, number one, you've talked me into one of those mashers. You know what? I'm going steak fajita. I love the shrimp masher, but I'm going steak fajita for it. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I've i also heard things about maybe a possible future Mrs. Sandsbury at TDs there. I've, uh, I've, I've heard some rumors. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, oh, oh. Stansberry says to me earlier, you know, dude, I'll probably be back in town, you know, by the time that Browns game kicks off. Maybe I'll come see you on Sunday. And I'm like, Dan, you haven't wanted to see me in the past three years of my life. Now, all of a sudden, on a Sunday, you're going to come kick it at TDs with me? Well, now I don't want to see you right now. I know what's going on, dude. I know what's happening. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he has no clue. No clue. No I don't clue. even have a cell phone. How am I? Uh, <laughs> I, I, how, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I can't even communicate. So people keep asking me, you know, you always say Trump's a master of like sleight of hand and misdirection. Like, what don't we know? Like, I'm a Trump supporter. So what what do you think it is that he's doing that we don't know? Let me define this for you. It's not that you don't know it, but he moves your attention off of it. Healthcare failed more than once. He's got multiple people in his White House who have used their personal computers to send emails back and forth. Lock them up. Lock them up. Right? Like, I don't want to lock anybody up. But the the amount of times I heard lock her up was nauseating for you then to take over the White House and then go in there and do the exact same goddamn thing. So that happened. He lost Luther Strange in Alabama. Didn't want that to happen. The tax plan's a mess. I mean, dude, he's in a little bit of a tailspin. Like, he is. As a, Dude, I'm being honest. As a guy who did not vote for him, I'm just looking at the country. He's in a little bit of a tailspin. So what's he doing? He's getting you all hot and bothered about the NFL because he knows America. Ah, just make him mad about the 99-cent drive-thru American thing, and then, then I can do whatever I want. 
Puerto Rico's definitely got some issues. Oh, yeah, a little late to the party on that one. More and more information coming out about Russia and their influence via social media. Oh, crap, I forgot about You've that. You've got North Korea going on oh, right crap, now. Oh, crap, I forgot about that one. There's, you know, there, there's there's plenty of things. I mean, you look at the, at the He's February. He's got plenty of reason to make you mad at linebackers. At, at the February to August job creation numbers, dude, those are down from the past eight years. So it's like, you know, you can, you can say that, well, <laughs> what's he deflecting from? And that's the whole point is you have to ask, well, what is he deflecting from? Because we as a nation. Which one? We as a nation have decided that this is the most important thing. And all those other things that we just discussed haven't gotten nearly the coverage. And if you think that's by mistake, you're not giving President Trump enough credit. Did, I'm crediting the dude for this. I his, genuinely am. Did his White House ever address Tennessee? Uh, not that Which, I can by recall. the way, I can't believe this country didn't go crazy during that. An immigrant of dark complected skin shot multiple people in a church in Tennessee and you never heard a word about it. It was like on one 10 minute segment on the news that night and then the country just moved on. I can't I, I can't believe that to be honest with you. So there's also that. There's a lot going on and it's smart. Look, I'm not knocking him for it. If I was him, I would do this too. Dude, we do it all the time. That's what our jobs are. It's like, man, dude, we really have some shortcomings as a show together. Dude, we're not very well prepared. We're not very good at this. You Here's know Factory what? of Terror Tickets. Right, New Turk Tuesday. Here it comes, baby. That's what we do. <laughs> Factory of Terror Tickets. That's exactly what we do. That's exactly what radio does. I'm not going to hate the dude's hustle. No. he. I mean, dude, like I have always said about him. He's smarter than people like to think. Like People always say, Trump, idiot, stupid, dolt, moron. Meanwhile, dude, he's smarter than you and any six people you know. Oh, yeah. And I, what he does every day is proof. If, if, if the, the, the idiot thing, it's just absolutely asinine. People are like, oh, he's not thinking, he's smart enough to think down the field like that. No, that's that's not true at all. You can claim ignorance and be like, all right, well, he's not educated. He might not something. be informed. Sure, that's different than right. saying you're an idiot at what you're doing. Yeah, I, I, I got to disagree there. Sorry, Joe. Yeah, he's, he's doing pretty good. Right. He's doing pretty good. At keep, and this is what he does. He's a master manipulator. Wait, are you guys complaining about Trump and giving him credit at the same time? Yes. Both sides. Yes. This is exactly what I'm doing. On. Much like how when I'm in an argument with my girlfriend and I know I'm right, yet I'm losing. I'm mystified by it. Like, wait a minute. This is what we're fighting about. I'm right about it. And yet I'm apologizing. What the hell is happening? Oh, you have a vagina. That's why you win. Maybe Trump does have a vagina. Is that what's on the Russian B-tapes? Maybe that's what's on on the Russian (laughs) B-tapes. I do not know, buddy. I do not know. Listen to this, man. A guy trespassed in Akron, broke into the Akron burial vault, right? And then proceeded to try to cremate a corpse. That's awesome. Happened around 4. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. It was like 4.30 Tuesday, and a guy walked right into the Akron burial vault, and they say he tried to, like... Cremate, which I don't even know how you do it. Do you just do you do you just turn on like? I don't mean to be crass here, but is it an oven? I don't even know how they cre- like. How, do you know how they cremate people? No, I mean I've never gone to the uh, to the to the to the place where it happens. I've never gone to the crematorium and like and like watch that go down. I'm very interested in that. I would assume that that's. It's a, I don't want to say it's an easy thing to do, but you're right. It probably is just like turn on the oven like device, whatever that is. Four fifty. If it's a kiln or what it is, I probably got to heat it up a little bit more than that. Uh, but I would assume. I don't that know, dude. He, that gets a butterball nice and bronze. You just you just slide that body in there. You close the door. You come back in two hours. You set it and forget it. And next thing you know, you know, <laughs> you got a beautifully, you know, cremated corpse. There. I uh, we have a dedicated listener. Her name's Mallory. Yeah, and she works in this field. Like I believe she, um, 
What is it? She's like, she's an embalmer. Okay. And that, dude, ooh. I don't know why. That's always interests me. She's draining the fluids of yeah. the body and then, ooh. Yeah, dude. she's an embalmer. So I don't know if they have her do cremations too. Like, I don't know. Um, I, yeah. maybe, she, maybe, Mallory, if you're listening, uh, like, write me in and tell me, like, how do they cremate? My dad was cremated. I still don't know how they do it. If, I mean, if, they didn't make me watch them. If you, yeah, if, if you work at those places, I don't know if you're like a jack of all trades or if everybody kind of has a specific job. But is Mallory, there like a dude love- shoving coal in that thing? Like an old train? <laughs> like, how does dude, somebody. How do we kill people? Do you think that this dude went into there with the intentions of like, you know what I'm going to do tonight? I'm breaking into this place and I'm cremating a body? Or like, why did, why did he do this? No, I think he went in there looking for drugs he could get high on. And then you're in there and you're like, you know what? <laughs> Uh, yeah, because I mean, I'm sure there are some sort of narcotics in there. You could huff, oh, dude, you that could embalming, huff embalming fluid or something. I remember back in the day, at, like Dodge Middle School, buddy, eighth grade. Somebody was like, "Dude, if you dip Newports in embalming, <laughs> <laughs> like, you'll trip balls, man." Um, like, so I think it was a little bit of that. I guess if I were standing there in there for whatever reason, and the opportunity presented itself, like, dude, you can throw a body into the flames right now. Not, you don't have to kill the body; it's already it, happened. It'd be hard to turn already that scheduled down, right? for. Cremation, right? All you gotta do is just kind of start the uh, the the. the but you're the right. Like, was there. the thing already on and churning? I, is I it like know. a pizza oven? It, do you just keep it on it, so it's always on? It was gonna say you're at least gonna have to have a warm up period there. I mean, right takes- now listeners are going, dude. You both, you idiots, have Google. <laughs> maybe, maybe play Godsmack. Find out for all of us and tell us. We'll do that. Maybe, probably not. And pass out factory of terror tickets. That's next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. I have got. Get in on this. Rock 106.9. Hey, guys. You guys, right here from North Canton Collision. The folks you call if you've been in a collision, big or small. North Canton Collision is an insurance claim specialist, and they repair every make and every model. And they also have state-of-the-art paint technology. So no matter what type of accident you've been in, they can get your car back in pristine shape. Call my buddies Jeff, Alex, Woody, or Jason for a no-cost estimate at 330-499-5171 or find them online at NorthCantonCollision.com for more information. North Canton Collision, the folks you call if you've been in a collision, big or small. 1069. And welcome back to the Sands Radio. We have Factory of Terror tickets. We'll pass those out here momentarily. 1 800 243 7625. Remember, you need on those. Coming up at 9 o'clock, we'll talk to Patrick Nelson. He's uh, one of the organizers behind the Hall of Fame City Comic Con going down this weekend, actually, this Saturday at the Canton Civic Center. You can find Fantone and I both there this Saturday from 3 to 5. A lot of cool stuff going down. A bunch of artists. Um, I know a ton of retailer or, you know, places you can buy stuff. There's going to be toys. There's going to be comics. There's going to be collectibles. There's going to be all that stuff. There's also going to be a cosplay contest. And I'm telling you right now, dude, possibly future Mrs. Stansberry there. I think maybe a, uh, you know. Yeah, that's what prin- I need. A 300-pound chicken, a Chewy t-shirt. Well, dude, maybe a Princess Leia, you know. No, some of those chicks are, like, smoking hot, dude. Yeah, I know. Dressing up like Deadpool or Harley Quinn or something like that. I'm trying to get you. I'm trying to get you some here, bud. I need a cell phone. Oh, dude, Stansberry's got the cranky on him. I do. And you know what the problem is? Linda, our front desk lady, best woman on the face of the planet, the only person in this building that likes us, she's not in today. Solid candidate for future Mrs. X Stansberry, by the way. (laughs) Therefore, therefore, donuts have not been delivered to us today, so the boy's blood sugar is low. He's got cell phone rage just radiating off of him. All right, here's what happened. (laughs) All right. Because I really don't feel as if I've given enough credit for, like, keeping my ish together. And, I, dude, I've worked on myself for the last three years on yeah, this. Yeah. So I went to go upgrade my phone yesterday. And they tell me, you can't do that. No. And it's because apparently I had an account with this cell phone company once before. Okay. And they claim that there was an outstanding 
bill, right? Do you buy that? Do you no. think there was the, from the get go? You don't think you think? No, I know it's not there. Okay. Ne- never and here's existed. how I know. Okay. No, 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 it existed. Okay, so it did my exist claim is that it's been paid. Okay, right. So then, and here's what happened. So two years ago, I bought my iPhone six from this cell phone company, and they were like, "Hey, man, you can't do this. You still owe us money from a previous account you had." You know, because I was moving care from you know another carrier here. They're like, "Yeah, you used to be with us," and okay. I said, "Yeah." They said, "Well, you still owe a little bit of money." So I said, "All right, well, here's my debit card. I'll just pay you, and then I'll start a new account right now with you guys, and I'll take this phone." So that happened. So two years goes by. They put clocks and phones. They know after two years where they want you back in the store anyway. Boom, thing yeah. goes kaput, yeah. right? Won't take a charge. As a matter of fact, I've had another plug all morning. Just threw it across the room. I said, I don't know. I said to Phantom, I don't know why this thing's plugged in. It's not going to work. No, it's not. So the guy says to me yesterday at the store, oh, by the way, buddy, uh, sorry, man, we can't upgrade your phone. I said, well, why not? They said, because you have an outstanding bill of X amount of dollars. I said, no, I paid that to you. And he said, well, it's saying here that you didn't. So we called the corporate company. And they said, no, 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 we've never received payment. And they said, well, we sent the debt to a third-party collector once, and then, but then now we decided to bring all debt back in-house, so it got sent back here. And I said, well, since you're the company that got caught, got caught by the FBI overcharging your customers double on their bills, maybe I don't just trust you blindly. Maybe I just don't do that. And so I said, I don't understand. Can I start a new account right now? And they said, no, you owe us money. I said, so you won't let me start a new account because I you, because of this X amount of dollars that's out there in the air, right? And they said, yeah. I said, so then how did I start the second account two years ago then? And the corporate person on the phone said to me, yeah, you're absolutely right. There's no way they would have done that for you. But we're not going to upgrade your phone unless you give us this money. And I said, you realize there's an AT&T store right across the street, and I'm going to go right across the street, and I'm going to buy an iPhone. And they, you know what she said to me? Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think, your best move, honestly, dude, at this point, because there's well, a couple of things. what if I owe them money? Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I guess there's a couple of things going on here. Number no, one. No, I'm going to roll over like a bitch and give them their money, and that's why I'm angry. Well, I, why don't you just do the legwork and try to get that proof of payment when it came to that? I won't be able to get it done. Dude, I need it. Dude, it's Friday. I got to go to my second job tonight because, well, I'm, you know what? I'm not saying that. Okay. But I got to go do that tonight. I got, I mean, I got to be able to communicate. I got a life going on outside of this place, too. I got things I got to be able to do and all this, this stuff. And oh, my God. Now, listen, I, I empathize with you on that. And like, but remember, it wasn't that long ago. I feel like people were like, yeah, you don't even really need a cell phone. And it's like, no, dude, I literally have to have a I cell thought phone. about it yesterday. I was like, oh, my God, did I maybe crack the code? Am I going to be the first cord cutter of cell phones? I mean, like, am I going to be that guy? You still have access to... I have a phone here. Right. You have a phone here. I have email here. You have email here. You have access to the internet, both here and at home. I have 24-hour you- access to this to this building. And uh, I mean, honestly, at this point, you have a... I know it's not a landline. It's one of those like VOP lines where it comes from your your. your but if I go provider, buy a phone and plug it in... You've got a phone. I have a home a phone. I don't know what my home phone number is. I mean, and honestly, I know it's like, well, I don't have text messaging. Dude, Facebook Messenger is essentially text, text messaging, messaging these days. So, uh, I, dude, I mean, I don't want to tell you to go like, hey, you can you can go to another provider. But like, I don't know, dude, maybe you just don't even, don't even have a cell phone. By Garmin, you don't need GPS. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like honestly, I, so we played a golf we course. Do I don't always play yesterday, right? I know where it is, but I don't know exactly right? how to get there. And so yesterday, I was like, "Oh my god, how do I do this?" I was like, "Oh yeah, well, I guess I do have a laptop." Yeah. So let me 
rinse that thing off, <laughs> you know, and then use it for another purpose. And uh, so then I had to get the direction, and I wrote them down. I don't have a printer. Who has a printer at home anymore? So, and so you, like, I wrote them down, put them in my pocket, and, like, had to follow geez, handwritten directions yesterday. Jeez, dude. I yeah. feel like Rand McNally there, just opening up the, the atlas and just dude, trying to find your way through I'm it. pretty sure it's that's first, and then you say diabetes next. I feel like that's, <laughs> like, I'm going to start saying diabetes now. And so, like, I'm in a blind rage over the cell phone thing. Because here's the thing. I'm one of the... Phantom will tell you. I don't care about my money at all. I'll loan it to people. I'll give it to people. I'll give it away. I'll do whatever. I don't care about it. Okay? But I will pay... So I will pay every last red cent of what I owe. I don't like owing money. Phantom will also tell you that. I don't like to owe money. But I hate... More than I hate to owe money, I hate to pay money I've already paid. Because that's how you... And, dude, this is how these companies always keep you broke and always keep you coming back is because there's always, like, this fee that shouldn't be there. And I cannot, cannot, will not resolve myself to the fact that there's no way this company would have given me the second account unless they were paid. They tell me on the phone, yeah, that is pretty much proof that you paid it, but sorry, our records still don't show it, and so you're screwed. Unless, unless the guy that two years ago gave you the second account shouldn't have, knew who you were, broke some rules, did some things that he wasn't supposed to. Let me tell you, being Sansbury ain't that powerful. <laughs> well, I mean... It's I, a free panini sandwich every three weeks at some random restaurant, maybe free nine holes of golf. You're not... Dude, nobody's gonna risk their job because they think I'm cool. I don't know, dude. You said you were gonna pay a dude 200 bucks yesterday. And they told me they can't do it. Well, like, they're legitimately, they were like, there's no way to override this. It's a corporate... You need a corporate code. Nobody in the building has it to override that's it. That's what I'm saying. Maybe this dude was like a rogue, you know, a, a cell phone employee. And maybe this dude had information. Well, I want to find that guy. I want to pump him. I, the woman on the phone said to me yesterday, put me on the phone with the person who sold you your phone two years ago. And I said, well, he doesn't work here anymore. She's like, well, that's why, because he did this for you. And I said, well, this phone call's being recorded for my protection, right? So I'm glad your supervisor just heard you boldface lie to me. You have no idea why this kid doesn't work here. Why? People leave jobs all the time. Why would her supervisor doesn't care about you? So she's not going to care about you lying to her. You know, or they her should care about me. I'm the consumer, right? Isn't that what everybody's worried about with the NFL protests? The consumer? are turning away the consumer the consumer the consumer i'm the consumer right and here's what i can't get for the amount of money i owe them three months into the my billing cycle the, the next three months you get your money back why would you not even let's say i owed it to you why wouldn't you as the big conglomerate go you know what honestly it, it's been two years he's been back with us he's never been late let's just let's keep this customer that just blindly pays us this money every month for something he barely uses it's insane to me. I don't. I, I can't get over the fact that they gave me another account after being paid and are now telling me they weren't paid. Like honestly, I'll go to my grave asking, "Can you hear me now?" You can. You can say barely uses it, whatever. But they know they got you by the short and curlies. They know they have you, and there's nothing that you're gonna do here. If it wasn't for my penis, I would not so, go get one of so these. So unless unless you're gonna do, the I ho- hate that damn thing. I can't <laughs> wait till erectile dysfunction happens. Unless you're gonna do the homework, do the legwork, and I know it's a different financial institution. From who you're with now, but unless you're going to find proof of this, they know that you're not going to do anything about it. You're just going to cough up the money, and I'm going to uh, roll over and right, give them their money. Right. So I guess why would they care if you think that they're lying or if you think that they know what they they know? They know. <laughs> Makes me sick when that idiot from that TV show rolls in into the OBJ press conference saying the wrong name of the sport. Of course, the guy from that cell phone company gets the sport wrong. They get everything wrong. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I am I am sorry, but dude, I, it's been a three-year plan of working through my anger. It doesn't always go well, 
And I, and dude, I can't even see things. I got little bubbles floating <laughs> past my eyes. I'm so angry, dude. I am so, so angry. We'll talk to Patrick Nelson next on Rock 106.9. However, yeah, let's pass out these Factory of Terror there tickets. We'll be, uh, we'll take all our thirty on these. One eight hundred two four three seven six two five. You're off to the Factory of Terror. Patrick Nelson, one of the organizers of the Hall of Fame City Comic Con, joins us next on Rock 106.9. Boys brought popcorn. The Stansberry Show. Because I'm about to put on a show. Rock 106.9. Hey guys, you got Stansberry here. When talking firearms, you know what you want? Knowledge, safety, training. And that's the mantra over at Great American Shooting Sports, North Canton's newest and best indoor firing range. Great American Shooting Sports has an amazing rental section. You can actually rent a Century Arms AK-47 for just $20. They also have a Smith & Wesson AR-15 that you can rent for $20. Great American Shooting Sports is North Canton's newest and best indoor firing range. Find them at 6505 Promler Avenue in North Canton or call 234-1069. And welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. If you missed anything from this morning, pretty much just me bitching about my cell phone. <laughs> it's pretty much all morning. And Munch on Sports joined us at 7 o'clock. That's been the whole program. You can podcast at WRQK.com shortly after 10 a.m. We're joined in studio now, however, by Patrick Nelson, one of the owners and organizers, I should say of the Hall of Fame City Comic Con going down this weekend, Canton Civic Center. Actually, Fantone and I will be there from 3 to 5 this Saturday. Stop by and see us. But, buddy, um, I hear you got Terry Moore and Ethan Van Skyver in town this weekend, which seems to be a huge get for you guys. So for my audience that does not know, walk people through who that is. All right. Well, Ethan Van Skyver is basically the quintessential Green Lantern artist of the last 15 years. Oh, is that right? He, he nice. reinvigorated the character, brought life back into Hal Jordan, and uh, put him back on the map, really, for a whole new generation. All right, so let's uh, let's stick with the Green Lantern, uh, the Green Lantern there. Do you think we'll see another one of those movies? Because uh, that eventually kind of went so. off the rails a little bit. Yeah, now that we can identify Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool and not... Uh, Hal Jordan. That was honestly, when you think about that, that was a surprise pickup for how he had a superhero movie kind of flop to put him in another one. But I mean, he did. He knocked Deadpool out of the park. Oh, yeah. Deadpool was amazing. Yeah, and I think he got kind of backed into those positions. I know when he played uh, Deadpool during that X-Men movie, I know he had to do that to right. him to make that one happen. So I wonder if he was just in a weird time where it was like, well, I don't know if Deadpool's going to happen, but you know, still want to be a part of that universe. Well, I mean, with all the uh, truckloads of cash that have been backing up to these movies, how, <laughs> yeah. how are you going to walk away from it? That's just it. I mean, it's been all the rage pretty much since the first X-Men movie, which is, God, how long has that been now? 15 long years? 1999. Yeah, 1999. So yeah, God, 18 long, years. Yeah, yeah, 18 years. That's a long time, and uh, this you. And now I've kind of knocked like the the more recent ones, like Avengers. It's like, dude, this does have to be three hours long. <laughs> but honestly, they have saved the box office, right? Well, like seriously. these franchises have. Look, look at look at what you have. You have the the fifteen million dollar independent film, and you have the two hundred million dollar blockbuster. There are no more seventy million dollar films. They, right? They don't do those anymore. Wow, that's interesting. I didn't even look at it that way, but you're absolutely right. So you guys are, what time do you open Saturday? Uh, doors open at 10 a.m. Saturday, and we'll be there till 6. All the tickets are sold at the door. It's at the, the only place you can get them, right? You can buy tickets at the door. <laughs> $10 uh, for adults, I hear. Yeah, $10 for adults, and 5 bucks for kids 13 and under, and preschoolers are free. Preschoolers are free. Um, nice. When it comes to a, a Comic-Con, I think there's plenty of dudes out there who might sort of be into comics, might sort of be into you know that scene of... of, of 
of what am I going to call it? Like nerdism, you know. They've all, everyone's got something about it that's like, yeah, that's my nerdy thing. Um, but maybe never have been to a comic con, don't know what to expect when they come to the Hall of Fame City Comic Con. What can they expect? Uh, a little bit of everything, man. If 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 you got your foot in the comics, you can you can find plenty of that. If you got if you like to dabble with the action figures, we got plenty of that. Uh, plushies, uh, tchotchke stuff, man. We got a little bit of everything. Nice. What's the um? What's the best comic book series that, that's out right now? Oh, it's going. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with something independent. Invincible's been fantastic for the last three, four, actually since it started. So, what's a franchise that needs to move to the big screen that hasn't yet? Ooh, Invincible. Okay, same <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, it's 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 great. I hear that somebody's bringing a Watchmen series to HBO. Do I have that right? Uh, yeah, I've heard I rumors heard on that. About that, uh, we'll see. I was one of those people that didn't know a lot about Watchmen when that movie came out, and I went in thinking I was getting a traditional superhero movie, and you didn't. Mm. And it was like, what is this really like? And so I'm very interested to see that series come out. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, well, if they can stay true to the source material, um, it's always that's always important. Always a, always a, always a how positive. important is that when it comes to you know, Patrick? I'm going to kind of defer to you because Stansberry definitely a Game of Thrones nerd has a couple of other nerdy things. I'm a pro wrestling nerd, but I think you've got a good you know kind of encompassing of this. How important is it for things like movies and, and, and TV shows to stay true to that source material? Um, I, I think you have to stay fairly close. I mean, you don't want to see Spider Man wearing uh, all black. And, and shooting shooting mob guys like the Punisher, right? Right, right. I mean, yeah, you, yeah. you you're gonna have to keep them. In that the, is true, but you gotta walk a fine line because, especially when you're making movies, because what you want to do is throw a wide net. So you so you want everybody to go, and if you keep it too inside the room and too inside of like. Like, I can't have to have read all the comics to see right. the movie. Or, or a specific issue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I always feel like, and I guess comic book movies are kind of, you know, pigeonholed into this, but sometimes I feel like, well, you didn't do the homework before you went, so therefore you don't understand why this character is doing this. I want my movie to be an encompass thing, where it's like, I can watch it two hours later, I feel like I got a story out that's of it. That's why you always see him bit by the spider. Right, right. right. <laughs> that's, why, that's why you always see that happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they kind of, they, they mentioned it in the new one, they didn't actually do it, and they didn't kill Uncle Ben this time, so really? he, he got. A Is pass. that right? Yeah, really? he got a pass. I, I haven't watched any of the Spider-Man movies honestly since Tobey Maguire. Like yeah. I haven't watched the, like the the re, I don't even know the kid's name that's in the new uh, ones. Andrew Garfield. Yeah. yeah, there you go. And, and you're not. I knew you anything know. unless you're an Emma Stone fan. So. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I am an Emma Stone. Stansberry fan. loves right. Emma Stone. I do like Emma Stone. So, Emma dude, Stone. I watched The Help. That, I mean, I, that's how much I that's how much I liked Emma Stone. That we're talking. I avoid pie ever since. <laughs> we're talking to Patrick Nelson, one of the organizers of the Hall of Fame City Comic Con this weekend, Canton Civic Center, and uh, Fantone and I will be there from three to five. So, what was your favorite? Like, um, uh, I don't know if it, what was your favorite comic growing up? Oh, like uh, what got you into this? Spider Man, mostly for sure. Yeah, super easy to relate to. That every man, you know, uh, I get picked on, don't get the girl, that kind of stuff. Right. Oh, I was gonna say the international yeah. playboy yeah, that yeah, is yeah, Batman, skinny, skinny white guy, millionaire. Uh, billionaire dude billionaire yeah that's right bruce wayne's got some cash on him but not till the 90s in the 80s he was still a millionaire i um i would assume that you as you know comic book enthusiast you know have have kind of watched it go from what was a relatively you know small thing you went to a shop and now all of a sudden it's pretty pretty mainstream um how do you think comics have kept up with like the quote-unquote digital revolution in the sense of to me anything printed on paper feels very antiquated how do comic books remain relevant through you know everything being online with its fans because we are typically completists we have to have everything we have to be able to hold it we, it has to be tangible packaging yeah it matters oh yeah i gotta tell you now, honestly now, now anything you put a number on if i have 17 and 22 i have to have one to 17 and 17 to 22 and 22 up 
Yeah, the, they played to the obsessiveness a little bit. And I got to tell you, I think that's why the music business had had started to fail the way it did, is because you took away packaging, that thing that it's mine. I own this. I get that, you know, streaming is great and all that stuff. But for me, I grew up in, I mean, I, I've, well, I've lived through multiple, you know, versions of this, for, you know, from the 8-track to the LP to cassette to CD, now to MP3. And I miss ownership and I miss packaging and I miss like liner notes and that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah, you miss the, the, the giant LP yeah, I got with, something with, with pictures. I feel like I got something for my money, right? Versus just so I, I think there probably is something for that. I'm being asked via Twitter whether or not um, you'll have some of the type sword type guys on hand. Uh, do you have any of those type vendors? We don't have any weapon salesmen. Um, with, with the the climate of, of the world extra as it is, yeah. good for you. Yeah, it's probably a little bit of extra paperwork to have right. people. Sell. Insurance company was like, "Nah, dude, let's not be head people." <laughs> bringing bringing real weapons in is is kind of getting getting to that gray area of do we do this? It's probably it's, more headache than it's worth, right? Yeah, a little bit. People will be bringing will be bringing fake weapons in. I'm sure when it comes to the cosplay contest, like, what can we expect out of that? You can expect to be stopped at the door by a member of the Canton Police Department. <laughs> uh, he is going to check out your gun, so make sure your gun has an orange tip. Your sword is not metal, and any arrows you might have uh, are, are soft. Now, is this just going to be like dudes that you know went out and got a, an Iron Man costume from Walmart today, or, or I mean, when it comes to I'm this getting an Iron Man contest, onesie. No, these, these are enthusiasts, correct? Uh, these these are very passionate folks. They they enjoy what they do. They they put their heart and soul into their costume, and you will see some amazing stuff tomorrow. How many cosplay costumes do you have? Uh, oh, well, uh, how many cosplay <laughs> costumes does your wife have? Oh, uh, hmm. <laughs> Quite a few, right? Good for uh, you. Good for you. Yeah, you know. The Hall of Fame City Comic Con is going on this Saturday. Um, Fantone and I will be there ourselves from 3 to 5, but are you open? I'm sorry, at t- was it 10 a.m.? 10 a.m. And you'll be there till 6 o'clock. Tickets are $10 at the door for adults. 13 and under is 5 bucks, and uh, your preschoolers are absolutely free. Patrick Nelson, thank you so much for joining us, oh, buddy. appreciate you guys having we'll me. We'll see you guys on Saturday. We'll be right back, and actually, we'll get people hooked up with a pair of tickets for Hall of the Same... What? 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 <laughs> pair of tickets for the Hall of Fame City Comic Con. We'll get you hooked up with those tickets next on Rock 106.9. What's going on? The Stansberry Show. Oh, hello. Hey, just remember to never cross the streams. You guys touch peepees or something? I wish. Rock 106.9. Hey, guys, it's Stansberry here for the Wakeham Auto Family. The Wakeham Auto Family is currently Stark County's largest pre-owned dealership, meaning no matter what type of car you're looking for, make, model, price range, no matter what it is, the Wakeham Auto Family can find it for you. I was looking for a pre-owned Honda Accord, and sure enough, Wakeham found me exactly what I was looking for and well within my price range. You can take a look through their massive pre-owned inventory right now at Wakeham.com. That's W-A-I-K-E-M.com. You'll see there that the Wakeham Auto family has currently over... 106.9. And welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We have another pair of these Hall of Fame City Comic Con tickets. We'll pass those out here momentarily. 1-800-243-7625 on those. You can actually find Fantone and I both there tomorrow from 3 to 5, actually before that even. Phantom will be at the Cricket Wireless store in Hartville from noon to 2. And then, buddy, you're going to be at TD's, their late Cable Jackson location, on Sunday watching the Browns game with people. Plenty of opportunities to come hang out with your boy. Um, I uh, I really do look forward to the Hall of Fame City Comic Con tomorrow. And I was talking to Patrick on the way out about the uh, cosplay contest. And I'm like, hey, you know, I know we're hosting it. Are we going to be the ones deciding on the winners? And he's like, no, bro. Oh, thank God. He's like, we've got, we've got you know, professional cosplayers coming in. 
and they're both smoking hot. I think one's name is like Miss Casey something, and then the other one's like, I don't know, some sort of weird, but like, dude, there's at least going to be two smoking hot chicks tomorrow wearing like, I don't know, a Psylocke costume or a Jean Grey costume or a Batgirl costume. No, you know what I want? That, that's what I want more than anything. I want a beautiful woman dressed up from something I remember from my childhood who will not talk to me. Yeah, that's exactly what I want. Well, okay, hey, Stansbury, you're going to high school tomorrow for two hours. Thanks. Thanks. Amazing. Let me guess. Are we going to put one of them? It's cosplay, right? Is one of them going to be in a Twinsburg Tigers cheerleading outfit Possible. and not go to prom with me? Possible. I love it. The other one dressed up like a slave Leia, and she's probably going to turn you down, too. It's probably going to be hilarious. Yeah, it'll be good times. I would film it, but I don't have a cell phone. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! I'm going off the rails, man. I feel, dude, this will give you an insight. This, I've been so angry all day, oh, dude. All I want to do is eat. I've been <laughs> fantasizing about carbohydrates since I woke up this morning. I was like, I don't know what's gonna be. Now you've uh, you've done a pretty decent job of that recently. Shutting it down. You have, and yeah, I, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad the opportunity has not presented itself for you so, to derail the whole thing. Well, it, it derail this whole show. That's it almost, why. Yeah, no. I was like, yeah, <laughs> screw my. No, I got to keep my waistline intact, my career off the rails. No, but you had said to me yesterday, like, dude, you are starting to look like you lost a little bit of weight. I saw you from a profile, and I just felt like it was a little bit sucked in there. Maybe it was you sucking it in, but it just felt like from the profile, you look like you lost a little bit there. Well, thanks, buddy. I yeah, appreciate no that. But uh, what happened was is that, I, dude, I call my buddy fat all the time because he looks that much heavier than me. Yeah. And he's like, come on, we're getting on the scale. And he did weigh more than me, but not enough. And I was like, oh, dude, you look really fat, and yet... Well, he's shorter than you. That's the thing. Is like, well, yeah. When you get taller, eh, not that much though. Well, you put get taller, you a couple inches at least. I'd you say think? Two, two, three inches. Yeah, I mean, dude. Yeah, I would say at least two, three inches on him. So don't uh. beat don't beat yourself up that in number one that he's got more pounds on it, dude. I, I, I grew, I'm you know I'm tall, so I have more weight on me. I have the exa- I, me and him probably say weight weigh the same amount, but I'm a foot taller than the guy. So yeah, it looks different. Yeah, so it looks like he's you know like a box. It looks like, yeah, he looks poor. <laughs> Portly. He does, and, and that is, portly. and I have negative body image on me, but I don't feel like portly is the right word. No, dude, you got a little bit of height on you. You're like, you could, you could say barrel chested. You know what I mean? That's different Ooh. than that's different than like being portly, being stout. He's stout. I like it. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I, I don't know why fans don't say nice things to me. I have no idea I'm just why. Trying to get this thing back together, dude. After Al Snow, everything's just been down, down, down. Dude, that feels like yesterday. Yeah, it was Al a while Snow. Ago, yeah. yeah, that's why we did it at six thirty in the morning. Because I was like, dude, just put it, just put it there. People aren't awake yet. They won't even ask themselves the question why this is happening. Nothing. All right. So, have you ever gone into somebody's house and been like? What the hell is that? Of and course. how could they not notice that? Of course, man. Yeah, I, I think people, you know... Your home's they, got a stench. They've got a stench, and they'll deal with it because you become blind to it. So, yeah, it happens. So, apparently, science has figured out why. It's called olfactory adaptation, right. right? And it's the same reason why they say you can't smell your own breath, your own body odor, or even your own perfume after a few minutes. Now, I was going to say, if you raise your arms and smell your armpits, you can smell your own body odor. And I talk very closely into a microphone, and so sometimes I can actually smell my breath bounce off the thing right in front of me. Right. And like, and I can get a whiff of it, and I'm like, oh my God, that's terrible. I can't wait to brush my teeth when I'm done. And like, that's why I keep that kind of stuff here. I keep toothpaste here, toothbrush, and mouthwash, all that stuff, because it's just, you can smell it. But they say olfactory adaptation, I hope I have that right, is the reason why you can't smell your own house. So they have a couple 
couple of, like, if you're concerned about it, because everybody knows it. it's like everybody's house smells different, right? Right. And so if you're worried about it, they say, well, what you can do, one of the things you can do is leave the home for a few hours, come back, and then you should be able to, like, notice it. Because what happens is you're in the environment, and so then you become, like, kind of, like, no step to it, right? It, do- it doesn't matter whether it's a terrible smell, a good smell, or whatever. I mean, like, I, I feel like there's been points in my life I would have to ask people, like, yo, do I smell like weed right now? I, I smoke so much, I can't even know. Do I smell like it? And, like, so I do, I, that totally happens. Check the faces of the people around you. Right. Yeah, you'll right. know. You'll know. And another thing they say, and this is crazy, I don't think I could do this just to find out if my house smelled different, is they say, do a bunch of jumping jacks. Like, in your, they say the, the, like, the blood movement. Okay. And then when you resettle, like, your senses will be, like, reset, essentially. It's like okay. pressing refresh on your, on your senses. I did not know that. I would have never known that. I guess that's a trick from the perfume trade. Maybe, uh, maybe we should start exercising. We'd be like, oh, okay, well, I knew about that, you know? Okay. I, I was just trying to give people, you know, job information for your life, intelligence for your life, or whatever. I was just trying to do that. And now right, you got John, me. Josh, all right. Now you got me in the gym. <laughs> All right. You know what I mean? That I can't have. I uh, I do worry about that sometimes. Um, this is what Febreze made its millions on, dude, is that concept of you go nose blind to stuff, whether it's your trash, yeah. whether it's your cats, whether it's your stinky kids, whether it's weed, whatever it is. We all go nose blind to stuff. You start spraying stuff down with Febreze. Everything's fine. I like people who do that, too. And like, oh, yeah, I just sprayed it with Febreze. And it's like, dude, your house still reeks. Or, or dudes who are like, no, I put Axe body spray on. It's like, dude, you still smell like a blunt. Like, Dude, there's no changing that. Yeah, marijuana sticks. Like, you're not going to axe spray that away. What you should do is wash your fingertips. They say that's normally where most of the smell comes from. Okay, that, all right. Is wash your fingertips. Okay. I don't, you notice how we know all about this? <laughs> we talked about 11 other things this morning. No don't have a single insight into not one of them. But this one, we got clocked cold. We're sending you to the Hall of Fame City Comic Con. We're doing it right now. We'll take all our 15 at 1 800. 243-7625 on that, and we'll be right back to close out the program next on Rock 106.9. And all I gotta say is it's Friday. And everybody help me say the sinner's prayer. Say, oh God. Oh, my night. Clint Parker. Melinda Brown Duncan, baby. Kick the dust up. <laughs> if, if he were habitual homosexuals, then by all means... Take a hike. I thought I like women! Women, 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 women! And here he is, having the time of his life. It is, other than jazz, it's the only other real American art form there is. There's a dirty little secret. I've said that it's Melinda Brown Duncan, baby! If it weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. But he gotta eat the booty like groceries. You gonna die doing this dumb ass? Yeah, f***ing fool. Open your mouth like I give you this milk. Open your f***ing mouth, man. I gotta do you like my two-year-old baby. The truth of the matter is, you were not a good baby. Well, you ain't seen nothing, my friend, until you have a flame coming out of your butthole, and you need an asbestos diaper. To be able to keep that flame from burning a hole in your pants, you ain't seen nothing yet. And I don't know nothing about it, but I learned quick, fast, and hurt. Uh, nobody's ever accused me of pulling any weapon on them. What? I, I turned them into a Mexican tonight. I got some mighty dog food, some kind of You told me to leave while I'm in my order while you're making out with that being in the industry with how much you take on your face. Most of my sex took place on camera. And you know, this is terrible. This is terrible. I'm 46 years old. You know, bring your kids. I had to take off my shoes. 
So kiss my black Hey, hold the presses. We just got some breaking news. There will be a civil war in the United States of America. Now the set by Hildenberger. The pitch. Kipnis with a drive. Deep right field. Down the line. Gone. And Jason Kipnis hits his first home run since coming off the DL. And oh, did he put a charge into that baby. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. God, I love Hammy. He's just the best. Um, worth noting, dude, 100 victories from the Indians last night. Hugely impressive. Um, also worth noting, Carrasco threw 14 strikeouts. 14 strikeouts last night. Or yesterday afternoon, I'm sorry. That's crazy. Great. Yeah, pretty good. That tribe's pretty good there. Again, join Fantone tomorrow. He'll be at Cricket Wireless in Hartville from noon to 2. Yep. Then we'll both be at the Hall of Fame City Comic Con from 3 to 5. Yep. And then on Sunday, you can join Fantone. Actually, you'll be watching the Browns game at TD's Tailgate Grill, their Lake Gable Jackson location from 1230 to 230. I'm pumped, dude. I really am. I uh, I, I want to be there with the Stansberry Show, 20 million. I want to be there with Browns Nation. And more than anything, dude, I just want to be there with one of those steak fajita mashers. Your boy's excited for that. I'm telling you, if you don't get that, you're crazy. All right, I'm in. It's I'm telling so you. So very good. Also tomorrow night, buddy, the Wayne County Wrestle Fest. Oh yeah, baby! Ohio Championship Wrestling. Why did they do it? Now listen. Here's what I'm, I'm going to tell you. Angry. Why did they do it? <laughs> here's, here's what I'm going to tell you. Uh, things have gotten a little a little bit more heated with Agent Orange Juice Jennings and myself. Uh, somebody actually said, "Fantone, you're a lot like toothpaste. You're making Agent Orange Juice Jennings. You're making it taste. You're making them bitter." So here's here's the thing. Al Snow's going to be there <laughs> did, did tomorrow you just night. Give me a. You're making the orange juice oh, dude, taste you're bitter. The orange juice bitter, baby. What's he going to do when uh, when the real juice gets out of prison on Monday? <laughs> So tickets are available. OCWrestling.net. Tickets will be available at the door as well. Dalton, Ohio. We're coming for you, baby. Excited about it. Yeah, Al Snow, some dude I've never heard of, was on the air this morning. Fantone hosted a little interview with Al Snow. If you missed that, you'll be able to podcast it. Actually, you know what? I'm keeping it from all you wrestling Stansberry people. took a nap. He was out. No, I. Uh, but we will. We'll get that posted yeah. up inside the podcast. That'll be up shortly after 10 a.m. You know what? A buddy of mine who I used to work with in the radio business just hit me up. He's mm-hmm. like, yo, man. He's like, I'm behind on your show a little bit. I'm listening to uh, yesterday's podcast right now. He's like, you're all excited to check out the new Will and Grace. He's like, I watched it last night. He's like, it's awful. Really? He's like, it was really bad. He was really? like, it show used to be really funny. He's like, it came off like my parents trying to be funny. And he's like, and all they did was take as many shots at the president as they possibly could. I, and I knew that this was going to be the way this show went. Because back in the day, that Karen was like the funny one on that show. She was like the smart ass, like drunk broad always. And she would call them like the F word and queers and queens and all that. And I'm telling you, I don't think in 2017 you're allowed to do that. I wonder if you went back and watched Will and Grace, would it still hold? A lot of stuff from the 90s necessarily doesn't. I can't speak on one way or another if it does. Um, but ah, Dude, gay dudes are funny when they're talking about being gay together. I, like, uh, you know what I mean? It's funny. I, 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 I I guess, you know, I'm not like, yo, I got to go watch this, but I kind of wish he wouldn't have told you that. I'd like your un- unbiased opinion. Yeah, because now I'm going to go into it thinking think that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I, I knew it was going to be less about gay and more about, like, the country's all in the wrong shape. But, like, I'm very interested to see it. But he was like, man, it's like your parents trying to be funny. So, I don't know. It's on my DVR. Maybe I'll watch it before I head into the Agora later. I am I am working Lords of Acid at the Agora, so if you're nice. coming to that tonight, stop by the bar, say hello, and um, make sure it's this thing. It's called tipping. And it's it, no, it's awesome. No, what it is is I give you things really, really fast, and then you show me appreciation by giving me that money, and I turn that into paying Verizon money I don't owe them, so I can have a cell phone. It's awesome. We're all in this together to the twenty million. I we give are. you, did I give you factory chair tickets? You yeah, dicks. You, you yeah. can't stop by Lords of Acid. Give me two bucks.
Yeah, you could. Of course you could. Aside from that, we're done for the day and week. We'll be back at this live Monday morning, 6 a.m. You guys have a fantastic weekend. See